Splash, we was taking a bath. Banana. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's the perfect way to start. Um, that's the, that's the way of the water. That's what you, that's oh what you started off with. Yeah, that was my strong start. It's giving eco-consciousness, actually. Right. I, uh, how long I were you sitting okay, on that fine. opening? This is, this is how we'll start the podcast. Listen, like many ladies this Christmas, we all just came from Pandora, right? So, <laughs> period. Speaking to our guests in the building today. We're going to have some opening thoughts on the lovely James Cameron film, Avatar, The Way of the Water. That's nice. That's nice. That was a very, like, you brought people into it. Mm -hmm. You know, you made that reference to mm -hmm. Christmas. Um, well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Mandem, uh, the podcast with the Mandem that like to talk about the movies. That's true. I'm one of your hosts, Damien. With me, as always, is my co-host. Hey, it's me, Bam. Hello, Bam. I, I think you're in a very good mood today. I'm um, so fucking chipper. You're very chipper. You, you're, so we, we, um, you came over earlier, and right. you just dropped off these wonderful bottles. One mm -hmm. of them is this lovely... I, I felt bad drinking out of the bottle, because it's, <laughs> so, it's like the design on the yeah. outside. It's just a piece of art. Yeah. Well, um, you can keep the bottle. I will keep the bottle. I, I don't know what I'll do with it, but I'll let you know. Um, and is we just rosé? We, we, um, we have some guests on the podcast, and we thought, what better time to... <laughs> I dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> what better time to bust open sub, this, sub, sub. this this rosé uh, prosecco? <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, guys. We thank you for being here. Uh, one of you has been here already, and I'm gonna go to her for a second. Uh, Toby, hey. welcome back. What's up? I guess you liked us last time. Uh, it was alright. <laughs> 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 it was okay. It was great. It was great. For that episode where you spoke for over two hours. Lively uh, discussion. Yeah. Lively discussion. Good and stuff. and then to my left, uh, someone who I'm meeting for the first time today, uh, Miss Kimmy. Hello. The Hi. legend. Hi. The icon. Uh -huh. Legendary small. Legendary iconic. Appears just when we need her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, how are you doing today, Kimmy? Thank you for being here. I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. You're you good? know, I'm happy to be invited. I like that you're wearing a hat. I like yeah. people that wear hats. Those mm -hmm. are my types of people. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, last but absolutely not least is uh, she's been on a podcast before, but she's never been on this podcast. Mm. This is her debut in Movie Mandem. I'm going to awkwardly move my mic mm -hmm. over to her so she can introduce herself. Hello. Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Brittany. How are you doing, Brittany? I'm doing well. This is my, my wife, my, my beloved, my better half. Um, so you're all here to talk about what is shaping up to be the biggest movie of the year, at least financially. I, I, I felt weird that we were finishing 2022 having not spoken about this movie right. because it was so big for the year. Right. Um, but it turns out that since this episode is going to be releasing after New Year's, then yeah. this, we're going to have gone to 2022 and not talked about it. But to start off next year, to start off 2023... Listen, we're giving everyone time <laughs> to go to the theater and <laughs> right. yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, like you and I go and see it multiple times and mm -hmm. really get mm -hmm. the, the richness of this three-hour film. I came out of that movie not 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, very cheaper about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so our first podcast of 2023, we're talking about the biggest podcast, biggest podcast, <laughs> biggest, imagine if James Cameron just released. Oh, we're, we're done for. Just, just <laughs> wrap, wrap it up. We're done. What are we doing here? No, I'm just saying like he, he waits 13 years and you go to see Avatar and it's just him 
doing a podcast about Avatar. Yeah, man. It yeah. Work. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about it. But um, before we do that, we have a little bit of a tight schedule today, but I do want to talk about something that has come up in the movie space and is directly related to Avatar. Um, so it's Christmas weekend that just passed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christmas is a big time for the movies. There are you know a number of films that come out on the day, try and cash in on that, that holiday fervor. You know, you're hanging out with your family and you all say, we don't really have anything planned to do. Let's go see a movie. Right. Right? And um, aside from that, it's just a great time to be at the movies if you are a, a person that loves cats. Because yes. you've, yes, got, you've got Avatar The Way of Water. Of <laughs> uh, you've got Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Black Panther Wakanda Incredible, Forever. So yeah. if, yeah. if you are a cat oh, lover right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is your time. Um, but the reason I want to talk about the box office is because it is not looking good for certain films. Um, so, debuting this week is uh, Babylon by Damien Chazelle. Mm-hmm. Now, we're fans of Damien Chazelle's movies, uh, or at least I am. I don't, are I'm you a fan of one of Damien Chazelle's movies. Oh, okay. So, you don't like uh, La La Land? Then. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Whiplash boy. That's fine. Whiplash is, is great. Mm-hmm. I would say Whiplash Same. is the superior of. Same. Have you seen Same. Whiplash? So we need to watch Lip- Whiplash like as soon as possible. Well, <laughs> Whiplash is that is is the movie that made me um, anxious about performing an instrument because it, it it has like one of the most intense teacher and student. It's relationships not I've realistic ever seen. though. I mean, um, it but the, the cinema the cinema the is good. It's good for it's great. good for the Does the, the drama. musician have an opinion on the music movie? Oh my god! Let's the musician let's might let's actually let's have an opinion on the music. And I mean, you know, when Whiplash came out. You know, I loved it so much, and I talk about it with um, my bandmate Jeremy, um, who is a drummer, amazing drummer, um, studied at a conservatory. So I kind of mm. wanted his perspective. He was like, "Absolutely not!" And mm. like, you know, even like the minor things, like where um, Miles Teller's character would bleed after yeah. like practicing for mm-hmm. hours, it's not realistic. And like, I mean, you know, it's movie. So even even if even if the, the, the technique of the drumming is not realistic, I, I think if J.K. Simmons were a, a drumming instructor, <laughs> that's exactly how he would be. Yeah. That's exactly how J.K. Simmons <laughs> right. would be. And, and, a, and yeah. I'm afraid of there being a J.K. Simmons... Like, suppose there was a, a music teacher that watched Whiplash, did not get the point, and thought, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how I'm neat. That's, mm-hmm. That is my blueprint for my classes. <laughs> so that is, that's what made me afraid of... of um, I mean... Fantastic movie. Loved it. It is. It is a fantastic movie. Yeah. And um, Damien Chazelle, he's been on an upward trend since then. He did La La Land. He had uh, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling and, and made all that money with it. He had that, that big Oscar snafu where mm-hmm. uh, they mm-hmm. thought that it won, but it was actually Moonlight, Moonlight. that won. Well-deserved. Yeah. Well-deserved for Moonlight. Um, mm-hmm. So the reason I'm talking about him so much is because his new movie, Babylon, which seemed to have been advertised based on his name alone, right. uh, not yeah. doing so well. No, at the uh, box bad office. movie. Should have been like the director of La La Land. Yeah. Nobody knows who Damien Chazelle is. Nobody knows who Damien Chazelle is by name. Unfortunately, that is the plight of Damien's. We just live in obscurity. But Babylon has made $4 million, uh, $4.8 million mm-hmm. this weekend. And uh, I'm just going to really quickly tell you what the budget is. That's a very big bomb. Is it $80 million? Oh, Damn. wow. Yeah, that's bad. That's no, fine. You can curse. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. I mean, I, I, I said that fucking is like one minute into abysmal. <laughs> he did say fuck like one minute. Yeah. Into so, time. so almost. Let, let's round it up. Let's be nice. Five right. million. Right. Right. Opening weekend right. for an eighty million dollar budget. Right. Um, that's not great. Right. And um, 
I mean, Puss in Boots made more. <laughs> yeah. uh, Puss in Boots made yeah. made twelve million yeah. this weekend, uh, and and which uh, I've heard is a great movie. Yeah, I've heard it's great. pretty fantastic. I've heard it's great. Yeah. I, I, you guys have no um, how much control I showed over myself when we watched everything when we did the everything everywhere all, all on at podcast, once. Mm-hmm. Just to be like, oh, by the way, guys, I forgot to tell you, I got some puss last night. Like it took me so <laughs> much. It took so much no. in me to not bring up. I'm glad you spared us. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. And I'm glad I've never brought up on the podcast. Well, like, you just you did. Guys happy? You just yeah. did. Oh well. <laughs> um, and it, so Babylon's, I guess you can say it, it's failure, unless like the droves of Damien Chazelle fans are like, this will not stand, and they droves, come out. That's a strong word. Yeah, well, if they exist, they're gonna come out in that second weekend, and it's gonna catapult to number one. Sure. Not likely. Um. Yeah, um, yeah, I think we should talk about movies that are making money. Like, for no. instance, um, or Good Friends, <laughs> all the wet people. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because there's lots of talk online now about um, what this means. Because previously there was the film Am- Amsterdam, which was directed right. by uh, David O. Russell. Yep. And that did not do well either. Right. And it's, it, people are, are Death of the hypothesizing. Hollywood, Hollywood star movie, right, yeah. Right? Like these, these kind of not like huge budget movies, but not. not indie budget either just mm-hmm. kind of mid-level with with uh, a very distinct authorship right. from an acclaimed uh, you know pe- filmmaker pe- well, thing. people should like when it was like marketing yeah it's like a say it's from la la land yeah people will go oh la la land and, and then it, b what, the what was, is the plot i, I, have, no, I don't shit know happening i don't know i, I people see. couldn't discern what is happening yeah. from the plot i'm sorry but like Never watched jo- it. Um, jo- 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 Joanne Jill moviegoer right. wants to know implicitly. Yeah, John Q. Popcorn, when he sees, you know, I mean, Brad Pitt trail. is not going to bring people into the, the cinemas anymore like yeah. that. I think so at least with Bullet Train from the title, you could get it. Right. Oh, Bullet Train. train. Got, got, got bullets it. On a sh- yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. But <laughs> Babylon, I mean. But, but like something similar like Elvis. Yeah. Just be like, look, yeah. it's Elvis Presley. There guys. you go. Yeah. Like, got it. It is Elvis. Yeah, very simple. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, well, by that same token, the Whitney Houston movie beat Babylon this weekend. It was at good, number three. Good. Um, that marketing has been very good. Very it clear. Yeah. Like, Here is exactly what you are getting. But, it, I mean, the title of the movie is her most iconic song. Mm-hmm. Or her most iconic line. Right. Right. So that's, that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, Listen, everyone's chanting down Babylon. I'm sorry. Right. So, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's one of the movies in recent times that have had that happen where it, it's this original film not doing so well mm-hmm. and people are hypothesizing that you know cinema is, cinema is 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 dying mm-hmm. and it's just kind of ironic that it is coming out against the biggest movie of the decade yeah that was um damon chazelle's mistake that was a bad whoever, move. whoever the producers of that film are your mistake for coming out during avatar then. yeah and and yeah. yeah and and but avatar was an original film by you know, one person with sure. his own story. I mean, sure. uh, clearly the story had influences, right. um, but it was an original property <laughs> and it managed to make as much as it made. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that movie goers are not willing to take a chance on, on you know, one director ba- putting their story onto the screen. Yeah. I think it's that you need to tell play people it. what is going Right, because <laughs> right now you can... You can put out Oppenheimer or you can put out Dunkirk and you can say Christopher Nolan. And yeah. that, will, that will do yeah, it. Yeah, because he's a name. Right. right. But before that, point, sorry. before that point, it was from the director of The Dark Knight, from the director of Memento, exactly. Exactly. from the director of, oh, that great movie you heard right. about all those years ago. I feel like Damien Chazelle, he's not at that point. Nope. Um, David O. Russell, I feel like... Tarantino, you are not, my boy. Sorry. David O. Russell, I feel like he is 
probably more established than Damien Chazelle because he's worked. No, with people like his movies. Nobody on Earth knows. No, no, they don't know his name. Right. Correct. But I feel like he he works with uh, big actors, and they wanted big actors to be the draw for that movie. Right. Um, but like, actors don't really mean anything anymore because you'll see a random actor show up in a random Netflix movie, right. and it just appears on your like. Uh, I can't think of one right now, but right. um, the gray man. Yeah, the yeah, the gray man. Which or is awful. I got 15 minutes in and checked out. Good for fully. you. Yeah. Good for you. Live, live, live your true life. Don't don't support that. <laughs> um, listen, it's like my good friend Martin Scorsese said. Everything is becoming content, mm. and we need to fix it. So it's just like movie stars don't really mean <laughs> much anymore. No. Yeah. So like. Like who? who the, I'm I'm afraid to to say, it, but the the last dying movie star is my good friend Thomas Cruise mm-hmm. in his little plane he's, flying he, around. Whoosh whoosh! He, like, he, I <laughs> feel like Chalamet. Chalamet. Is, Chalamet is one of them boys because he's known boys. as a movie star. Boys, you know, yeah. I don't think he's ever done TV actually, mm-hmm. and he's an extremely talented actor. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think his fan base kind of leads people to want to discount his actual talent, mm-hmm. but he's incredibly talented. His fan base leads people. What What's wrong with his fan base? I think people have a tendency. I mean, I've seen it where, like, because his fan base is primarily teenage girls, they, oh, they kind of them. use I it see, to I kind see. of just okay. uh, put him bopper. in this box as, like, oh, he's like the heartthrob for the teeny boppers. The new Leo. You oh, know, yeah. but he's tremendously talented. Right, right, right. And I can't wait to watch Bones and all. I haven't watched it yet. But, but then, I mean, I feel like he's a, one, of, he's one of the few. You know, right. there used mm-hmm. to be a time where you could have Tom Cruise, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whole, um, you could just lineup, yeah. list out names. Yeah. No, we Very don't have true. any, we don't yeah. really have the names to list anymore. I mean, yeah. well, they were kind of all in Babylon and Amsterdam. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they were there. Right, yeah. But and like, they didn't tell us they were there because does the movie star matter Yeah. Anymore? I mean, we've talked about it a little bit where, you know, you used to see the movie star at the movies and then that was it. But right. now you can see them on Instagram, on Instagram on or if they happen TikTok, to do something yeah. for Apple TV Plus and it's like, oh, yeah, they're just yeah, there. Endorsements you know, and... Like yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I just thought that was fascinating that this movie came out and it's bombing. And also the, the name Babylon and also Amsterdam, I feel like they have that similar issue mm-hmm, where, mm-hmm. what is it about? Mm-hmm. What is this? Mm-hmm. This is just a random name. You can't just say it's this just, director's just, name. Just two cities. You know, and also, <laughs> like... I, I'm not going to the theater for that no. necessarily. Yeah. Like I'm a big theater. Um, uh, prom- yeah, mm-hmm. like I'll tell people you should respect the theater and you should go because it's nothing like the cinematic experience. But also, I'm not gonna tell somebody, hey, if you've got enough for one ticket this season, yeah. go see Babylon. No, like that's mm-hmm. what you need to see. I'm not doing that. I'm telling them to go see Avatar: The Way of Water, which is what you all just did. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, now we're gonna talk about that. Yay. Um, so what's this movie about, Bam? What is Avatar, Avatar the way about? about? Yeah, what is um, this? Um, there are a couple of wet boys. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> as everyone remembers, as every single person remembers, uh, Jake Sully <laughs> transformed into a Navi uh, several years ago, and I'm not going to explain the plot of Avatar. Today. That's okay. Um, okay, so there are some aliens on the planet, mm-hmm. and they're living a lovely life on this cat, beautiful cat world. people aliens, some beautiful cat blue cat people, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then um, some space marines come and they're like, "Hey, can we do a spot of colonialism here?" Just and a little bit, a so smidgen bit of, of colonialism. colonialism. We're, we're not going to do more than that. Right. <laughs> I know in the past right. we've done just a little so bit and then it turned to be a Kansas whole thing. Some Earth, you know. <laughs> but uh, yes, and then the, the family runs away. They find a new tribe. The tribe teaches them a beautiful new way of life. Mm-hmm. The reef people. The reef people. The sea people. The reef people. The Matikana. 
Oh, by the way, we should put up like on the screen like all the cast names because I'm not gonna remember. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll get that going. Um, but yes, uh, very simple. The new family learns a lovely way of life from this new tribe, and then when they're being hunted for their uh, previous attack on the humans, they decide to band together and have a big old battle at sea. And it and, is and who knows a if perfect they'll win. Film, yeah. It, it, oh, oh well, no, the, 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 they'll win. They'll win. <laughs> The beauty of this movie is, of this movie is they'll win. They'll, <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll win for now. You don't know. For yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got ways to go. All right, so you guys kind of touched on it a little bit when, when the mics were on, actually. Um, and I don't know if the mics are on now. Let me see. Yeah, we're recording. Um, that would be very funny. Yeah, we'd have I, to. I can do that spot again. <laughs> we'd have to do it. I, it'd be shorter. I don't think we'd talk that long about okay. If I had to say, all right, let's do the Babylon thing again. No. We would not be that long. <laughs> um, but we talked about this with, with, um, with the first Avatar, um, how the main complaint coming out of it was how simple it was right. in its mm-hmm. story and how right. overly familiar it was. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this film takes that and completely... Is it, tells it to fuck off? Well, I was going to say it blows it out to the water, but then I didn't <laughs> want to like start this early with the water um, <laughs> yeah. metaphors. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, because no one we have to just embrace it. Water pun yeah, but like, that's you. You're going to be doing it. Oh, I'm the, the pun, pun man? No, well, I, don't, I, I'm the pun man. I don't mean for you to do it, but you know, you're doing it. And I don't think there should be that many water puns happening in the, in the podcast. No, there's going to be like at least 12 more, right? Toby, we agreed. 12 more puns. Why are you dragging me into this? This is all you. The water puns. did not agree um but yeah this film i think it's a lot more complex i think the characters are a lot more engaging uh i have learned to love jake sully yeah but at well, the t- you, know, you know sully stick together yeah that's what they do and mm-hmm. i'm not a sully myself but if i were i would stick with them because sure. that's what you're supposed to do yeah. um Aww. i don't i did not like him as much at the time he was just a bit of a meathead Right. And yeah. and then he he wrestled a big dragon and right. everybody loved him. Right. And but he was still a meathead. Yeah. In this movie, it's a lucky meathead. Yeah. When I watched the first one, it was like, okay, I can appreciate this character, um, but I don't. I'm not like super impressed by him. Like to me, he's not this like super impressive, strong, brilliant protagonist. Mm-hmm. He's he's he he's had a lot of dumb luck. Yeah. And you know, has just gained the favor of. Awa suddenly yeah. Um, yeah. in the middle of it and then had some more dumb luck right. um, but everyone was just like oh my god he's amazing blah blah yeah. blah and I'm like yeah okay but then the second movie right. I don't know they, they just showed how he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah they, they, they give him an evolution and they yeah. yeah so they actually went somewhere with that mm-hmm. origin at least and uh, made this into someone we could appreciate and you yeah. know be like yeah my, this is someone Marie's my theory is uh, Jake Sully is meant to be a video game protagonist <laughs> there's nothing behind the eyes and he's simply like a lovely plot device for the audience to sink themselves into. Mm-hmm. And that's why he works. So um, I, I, we, the reason I asked Brittany to be on this podcast was because 13 years ago, we all saw Avatar when it came out, right? Brittany did not have that privilege. So she is coming into this year completely fresh eyes, fresh eyes to the wow. world of Pandora. Mm-hmm. So um, we saw the first one when they re-released it a little while back. And um, it, it made more money than Babylon. Um, with, with the re-release. Sure um, I'm sorry. I mean, I just there's no reason to be mean. Like it's already losing. Yeah. Why are the Damien's fighting? I don't know. Stop. You know it's what it was? Dead. Because he is 
I E N and I'm I A N. And and he's he's got the bigger pedigree and he's gonna make people think that's the standard and it's not. It should be I A N. I mean the I E N's are doing great. Damien Rice, I mean Who's that? Legend. Singer. Yeah, amazing musician. You sounded very offended that I didn't know who he was. Absolutely. He's very good. I E N though. Why would I you want closer? No, I didn't. Which one is that? Julia Roberts. Oh, 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 that 2004. one. 2004. Clive yeah. Russell. Yeah. Clive Owen. I did Clive see Owen. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I did see that um, one. Yes. A bunch of other people. Beautiful. Yeah. Natalie Portman. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, let's just talk about Closer then. You know, fuck Avatar. Let's talk no, about. no. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I do agree that Jake Sully was given a lot more character development in this movie. Like, I we feel see like he, all of his roles yeah. as the father as the leader of the resistance, as the, husband. as the husband, as, you know, someone who's trying to merge with a new clan. Also, like, as the former Marine, um, like, there's a, a point in the movie where his his actions in the first film are, are brought forward. Right. Uh, and, and what effect it had on the human race. Right. Because, essentially, in this movie, the human race... Uh, is determined to take him down. Well, not no. Well, no, one person, one person. one person wants him to be taken down more than mm-hmm. anything. But the human race as a whole, they need a new place to hang up them hat mm-hmm. yeah, and to fully mm-hmm. colonize. Appar- yeah, because mm-hmm. apparently Earth, we haven't seen Earth mm-hmm. in this world. Probably not doing great at, at all. But it's not yeah. doing so great. Before they they needed the unobtainium, which was a, a mystical rock, which mm-hmm. which Go had um, tree, some yeah. value to it, which wasn't that well translated yeah. to me. Um, they have a, a unexplained. A, they want a mineral. You're right, yeah. the, a mineral, but it has value for some reason. Mm-hmm. In this movie, there is a, a resource that they're after that is revealed in like the second half of the movie, mm-hmm. much more concretely, like explained mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. clear, and you got why people were after it, it and it why is, it was valuable. It is the brain fluid of the super intelligent whales, right? To cool. Tukum, the mm-hmm. Tukum, yes, that stops aging in its track. Absolutely, it just ha- prevents it from, from right. going further. Mm-hmm. And it has a fine, like, real-life connotation in that if you've ever sprayed cologne or perfume on yourself, mm. I'm telling you right now, you have sprayed whale piss on mm. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's the ambergris, right? Just, is it whale it piss? Is. I thought it was whale fat that they broke down. It's Either whale way. fat and whale sperm. sperm. Yeah, it, it is, yeah. The, it is the, 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 the waste mm. of a whale that has right. been... What's I'm talking about? Perfume. Every time you've ever sprayed on perfume? No, what's he talking Not every about? time. They have some synthetic versions mm-hmm. okay. now. Legit. Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, like there's <laughs> like a... The, ex- the extract. Can, can, yeah, can a, you please take to repair it? Yeah, to, to like make perfumes and all of... To make it stick, they use like natural animal yeah. musk. Amber, it's called ambergris and mm-hmm. it's... um. The, it, it, it also gives off a specific so scent too. It's from, like a very earthy yeah. scent. But they don't use it all the time now because, um, you know, synthetic yeah. has Scott kind of taken over a lot of things. Right. So and Cetalox is often, yeah, it really, Cetalox really is often is. used in um, replacement of it because it gives the same effect. Oh, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, well, so you, the more you know. Yeah, there just a little bit of facts about about whaling and, and why it's bad. Um, which I guess was the point of include. I saw this is one entire commercial. Yeah, about whaling is bad. Yeah, whaling <laughs> is bad. <laughs> yeah, um, um, e- eco terrorism is bad, and and yes. you know colonialism. I am all about the new and improved 2.0 Fern Gully. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, but, but you did talk about Jake Sully's character in the first film being kind of lacking, and I feel like when I watch it, when it starts, if I, I, there's like a potential for that character, and I think they fulfill it in certain senses because he's uh he's grieving his brother 
Um, he's a paraplegic who suddenly has the use of his legs. Like mm-hmm. that that scene where he first gets to use his avatar yeah. and he's running out. Yeah. That, that is just that is some there's great like I love seeing glee in cinema. Mm-hmm. Like there's that and then there's um Henry Cavill learning how to fly as Superman, Superman and that yeah. that's the only time in the movies where he smiles. Right. <laughs> um, and it's great. He should do more of that, but he can't anymore because he was fired. Um but yeah, so open sore there. <laughs> <laughs> it just hurts. Like I, that was supposed to be my Superman, and uh-huh, then it turned out uh-huh. not. Anyway, we're done. We're talking about Jake Sully. <laughs> we're talking about Jake Sully. Sorry. Um, what do you think of his dreadlocks? Uh, please, okay. the floor is open. All right. You know, it kind of touched me. It kind of rubbed me a little bit wrong. Yeah. That's the only thing about this movie that I I'm just like, like it. yeah, I didn't enjoy. It. I just yeah. didn't understand it. I'm like, okay. Um, did did, did Spider do this? Um, Spider has dreadlocks as well. Yeah. I, you know, I just. Yeah, it's a bit confusing. There was no explanation. It was just there. I was talking to a friend of mine. Looks good, sure, but why? Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine who's an anthropologist. And um, she actually pointed it out to me because I didn't notice, actually. Or maybe I noticed and it didn't register Mm -hmm. fully, you know? Um, So she was saying, yeah, like, why is this the signifier for them? Because they're, I mean, Jake is is a good example because he's exactly like the Navi Mm -hmm. um, biologically. Right, she, you know, she pointed it out to me, and, I was, and it's a good point because it's like Jake is just like the Navi biologically, and so why does his hair have to be different? Like, why does this have to be the signifier, or like, why does it have to be dreadlocks? Even you well, know, like, well, in the first very film, strange. he had like straight hair, so right? He got some, I guess, Pandora beeswax. And slowly dreaded his own hair. Yeah, but the question is why? Because the Navi do not have hair like that. To fully um, accommodate himself fully into the tribe, I suppose. But the the Navi don't don't have hair like that. And their hair is straight, too. So he could have done the same thing. Yeah, because, I mean... Signify himself as a chief. When I... I, Mm. They showed the flashback of the first film um, when when Quaritch, who, um, Mm -hmm. if if you remember from the first film... uh, uh, is it Lieutenant or Sergeant? Colonel, Command Colonel. Colonel. Colonel Quaritch is back. He he is in his brand new Avatar suit. Arguably the best act, the best character from the first one. Um, fully formed villain. Um, yeah. Is he a fully formed villain or is he yeah. just like he's on? He speaks completely. Everything is right there. There's no questions. Yeah, I'm just say, like that's just you know. I feel like that's a cookie cutter villain. Like it's just, oh, I'm military man. And but I everything about the movie is cookie, cookie cutter. No, no, it is. I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't. Damon, Damon, James Cameron is using the most up to date technology possible. Yes. To tell the most <laughs> CGI advanced story possible. <laughs> so to get that across to a universal audience, he's telling the most simple story possible. Right, and right, us right. movie nerds get on the internet and like, oh, it's Fern Gully. It's just like that. It's just that. Yes, the reason he's doing Fern Gully <laughs> is because we all love Fern Gully. We do all love Fern Gully. Right. I, I, I like watching Fern That's why this Gully. movie makes a billions of dollars. Right. Because he's not making movies for nerds. He's making movies for every fucking body else on the planet. Fair. Fair yeah. enough. Fine. I, but I just wouldn't go so far. Because I think if there's any character in the first film that is what I would describe as fully formed or, or you know, the most compelling character, I would say Neytiri mm-hmm. is far more compelling than Quaritch's. Quaritch, I mean, that's true. Quaritch, to me, when I say that, I just mean he's kind of one note. And what I, that's is. what I like about him in this film is mm-hmm. that there's a lot more, more to him. Yeah. And, and, and it's kind of unknown to him until a certain point in the movie. Yeah. Um, but they've got a rivalry going on, Jake Sully and Quaritch in the film. Um, and Quaritch having to deal with the fact that he, he looks like the people that he... Mm-hmm trained his men to despise mm-hmm. and, and by very his, his own experience. Well, right. 
which is you know that's a good line in in the movie where he's like um for our sins in our past life we have yeah. come back mm-hmm. in the form of our enemies i think the dialogue in this movie is much better than the first film. Oh, absolutely. i think the first film it it has lines where it feels like this was an attempt to like have that aliens dialogue that right. that sticks with you years later yeah so so i said the first movie is just a simple plain cheddar and this movie is like a pepper jack cheese when it comes to cheesy right. dialogue. Okay. Like it's, okay. Like, 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 like it's, it's the same, like, oh, of course, it's cheesy. It's a cheesy dialogue. But, but like, mmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put, put <laughs> a little spice. Yeah. Like, like, like when he turns around, he's like, I know what you're all thinking. Why so blue? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all pause. Yeah. And yeah. Just stop and stare so the audience yeah. can laugh. I'm yeah, like, yeah. It's I'd, cheese, I'd, but guess what? Everybody loves cheese. I, I, yes, I liked him more in this film. I like a lot of the characters more in this film. We also have a new Solid Clan. Uh, yes. We've got uh, Jake and Natiri. They they got pretty busy. Yeah. Uh, they have got the humping. They got uh, three biological children, one adopted child, and one just cat. <laughs> stray cat. According to Sully, one stray one stray, stray human cat. just yeah. just comes yeah. around and and plays with their shit and you know probably uh, um, tears up the trash when they don't mm-hmm. put it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the the kids in this movie, I really liked. I, I really liked them. their yeah, their right, characters. I thought um, with child actors, you tend to have, you know, a, they, they might have a tendency to be annoying. And, and I don't think adults necessarily know how to write for children a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they try and have that hip lingo. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of bro in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which, which I appreciated. Because bro is it, accurate though, right? No, well, I, I mean, think bro is if, if, if that's I Jake Sully's children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jake Sully is still a meathead. And yeah, he's going right. to learn American. So right, so yeah. he brought through that, mm-hmm. that kind of um, yeah. common yeah. American language. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought they, were, they were all very interesting characters. I liked following them. I don't remember a lot of their names. Even yeah, um, I, had, I, I had to pull uh, up Mateo. all their names. Mateo is his name? Something like that. Okay. That's the oldest brother? Yeah. Or so, so, so What's his the, name? The children, oh. Netaim, Netaim, oldest brother. Netaim, okay. Yeah. Loak. Loak, I remember Loak. I remember Loak. Tuk, Tuk, Tuk. I remember Tuk. Oh, the little yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. She's and, so cute. Uh, and Kiri, Sigourney Weaver herself. My favorite. Kiri's my favorite. All right, so Kiri's your favorite. Can I just ask, was it weird hearing a 60-something-year-old woman's voice come out of a teenager? So here's the clincher. Bam pointed out <laughs> mm-hmm. to me that it was Sigourney Revo. I did not detect it mm-hmm. at all. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't but know who it was until you told mm-hmm. me. Yeah. After the movie. Yeah. So I went to pick it up. I, I don't think it was obvious nice at all. Voice. Yeah. I, picked, I, picked I think she did a great job. Points. I don't think... All right. So here's the thing. She, she didn't want to disguise it, which I respect that you don't want to do like a little thing because who knows if you're going to keep it consistent for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Just do your, your own voice. Um, but because I've heard her voice so, so much throughout my life, my sister exactly. is a huge fan of the Aliens franchise. Right. Mm. She would rewatch the movies, even the bad ones. Um, <laughs> they even used Sigourney Weaver's voice as the the the. Um, so in Finding Dory, when they yeah. go to the aquarium, yes, yes, yes. Sigourney yeah. Weaver plays the, the voice of of the, the aquarium, aquarium. You know, yeah. telling you to uh, okay. we're, we're closed for the day. Please yeah. leave. Mm-hmm. Like that was Sigourney Weaver. Because so that is how I know her voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know her as just her voice sometimes. Yeah. So hearing it out of a child was a little bit jarring. But right. I, as the movie went on, it worked for me. Like I, she she plays the character well. She doesn't feel old. She feels like right. She yeah. feels young. Like she even, brings a freshness of youth. Right. Yeah, oh, like, like it's a setup. 
Um, what do you mean? As in she's gonna become? Ew. I, I, they're all gonna age into characters. There's no, yeah. I mean, as in she's you gonna think there's like a trifecta happening with Kiri Sigourney. and the and Ewa and like Sigourney as the mother mm. of Kiri as the yeah. great mother. Yeah, all right. Oh, so, as great. so, okay, so as Ewa. That that's that's a lot that they kind of threw into it that I think we need to break that down a little bit because unless you've just seen it, that's going to sound like, what are you um, talking about? I, I, right. I, believe, I, believe, I believe Kimmy Sorry. is referring to the Immaculate Conception. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So who will, who will Kimmy back me up on this? Is yeah. going to grow into Pandora Jesus? Yes. yes. yeah. Controls, Basically, that's yeah, my working right. theory. Right. So, so I was going to mention it, um, just talking about how Sigourney is able to have that kind of uh, youthfulness to her. When... She is um, she's hanging out around her 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 mom essentially, which is who is floating in a vat, mm-hmm. and the other kids are teasing her about mm-hmm. you know who her potential father was, right. and that 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 scene of them ribbing each other was just like mm-hmm. oh this is a bunch of kids hanging out even mm-hmm. though it sounds like an older woman to me because I know this person because of the performance in the dialogue I'm getting more into what the character is and who the character is, um, but yeah they do bring into they bring up this idea of who is her father, because Sigourney Weaver, her character passed away in the last movie, but right before she did, they plugged her into Awa and just tried to, you know, put a backup of her brain yeah. into an avatar. Um, didn't Awa seem to, blessed them with her child. And right, well, it didn't seem to hold, uh, even though she seemed to have had some kind of life, so they put her into a vat. Mm-hmm. The vat woman started to get pregnant, mm-hmm. and... Uh, then they are. adopted the child. And uh, then in the movie, there's, a, there's scenes where... Uh, um, Kiri's there's some weirdness about her like mm-hmm. she's she's yeah. kind of connected to things she, she mm-hmm. thinks about things in a different way mm-hmm. and she, she's kind of spaced out and emotional and yeah and I, I can't she's not spaced out I would say she's connected to something that people can't really see or yeah. fully yeah. understand yeah. yeah yeah so like alright there was a time <laughs> there was a time when um, I was uh, in prep school and I was just really fascinated by the dew that was on the grass mm-hmm. and I kneeled down and I was looking at the, the dew and I was just, you know, this is nice. It looked pretty. Yeah. You could see the sparkle of the dew and uh, some some rowdy rough boys came around and they were like, Damon, what are you doing? Eating your breakfast? <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't even funny. It was just, yeah. I was doing some weird stuff and they, yeah. they did not process it. They yeah. all pointed and laughed at me for the kid. Well, like was when she was looking like at the, the reef, sand. Yeah, 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 when she was looking at the sand and, and the reef boys came around and said, this Weird forest girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They um, made the same joke they made forty minutes ago. We're like, oh, you have a big tail. Look at your yeah. fingers. I'm yeah, like, nigga, we passed this. Scene. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> but that's the thing. They are dumb children. Dumb <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how they. That's they how are they dumb bullies. Um, yeah. So she's got a little bit of a, a weirdness about her. Uh, I don't want to. I, I hesitate to say that because she's sensitive about it. As she is a, weird, yeah. and but she's also sensitive. And like I said, she's connected to something that. Um, it's kind of hard to understand for everyone else because they're not feeling it as much as she is. Yeah. And um, I, Kiri is very dear to me. I mean, having watched the movie for the second time, which I would not have anticipated because I expected to hate the movie. <laughs> I'm a hater first and foremost. <laughs> but, um, you know, Kiri is such a sweet character. She is who becomes a symbol for the interconnectedness with nature in the movie. And we get to see the environment through her eyes and like the power of it and the magic and the... And I really value her character because there's not a lot of space for that in the movie. And that was a really fascinating idea that they explored in the first Avatar, which was that Pandora as a planet is this interconnected right living uh, breathing unit. Mm -hmm. Everything is is connected and, and that goes to Cameron's whole point about 
our planet and how that's how we should be thinking exactly. about it instead of destroying everything for profit. Right. Um, but because this movie is kind of just a flat-out war film from the moment it starts, like, they have a little bit of a mantra, just like, hey, we're happy. Like, Jake says, like, three times, we're happy. This is, how, yeah. this is what happiness <laughs> is like. Have you guys found happiness? I found it. Mm. Let me tell you how to get it. He becomes, like, a motivational speaker yeah. because he, he found a family. And then, you know, they see something in the sky and then it seems the sky people have returned. And from that point on, it is just battle stations. Uh, The boys have to become men and they are not ready for it. Uh, And so there's a lot of chaos going on, lots of running, lots of reacting. Mm -hmm. And um, the the Kiri's character is, is, you know, an end point for the movie to kind of slow down Mm -hmm. and bring back to the forefront those ideas about this world that we're in because it really is a fascinating um, thing to to tackle with in a movie like this. Um, Yeah, they do use her for the pauses a lot. Um, One that sticks out, well, the first one that sticks out is when she's in the grass. Um, Mm -hmm. They're still in the forest. She lies in the grass and, like, the grass is kind of almost breathing Breathing with her. her. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the flowers are landing on her. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if they're flowers. There's there's a thing with Pandora where you see something that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a thing with Pandora where, like, you'll see a plant and you're not sure if it's a plant or an animal or an Mm. insect because it seems so alive. alive. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they, they well they captured that really well. Um, yeah, the the whole place feeling like an ecosystem, mm-hmm. and and um, there's even a scene where they're running for their lives, and they're running across this this massive tree trunk, um, and you see it lights up on the ground. Yes, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is something that they drew attention to in the first film when Natiri was showing Jake how to you know what Pandora was like. Mm-hmm. Um, and to include that in a similar area, I believe that they were in the first one. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, so this is this is not just uh, another scene of them running through a random part of the jungle. This feels like you take you took me back to where I was in the first film, and I mm-hmm. recognize that. And it's just a simple detail that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels as though as kind of what you were saying, Bam, with, with um, Jake Sully being a video game character. This mm-hmm. feels just like this world has been designed, right. and we're just visiting it again. Yeah. It's not um, my my initial thought. After seeing um, Avatar, we have way of water. And I was trying to explain, I was trying to pitch somebody who was kind of on the fence about it. And I said, okay, imagine Avatar 1 uh, is basically like there ha- there's a video game conference and somebody brings out like a new PlayStation engine right. and they show you a video. And they're like, okay, this is the engine. This is what we are capable of doing. Yep. That's, what, that's how I see Avatar 1. It's just like, this is what the technology is capable of producing. And Avatar 2 is, okay, now that you see what we can do, let us apply a story to it. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And they yeah. do apply a story to it. So um, yeah. I mentioned it just now. Um, the, there's a, a heavy emphasis on the relationship with fathers and sons in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so specifically, let's talk about the Sully boys. Sure. Um, one of which is just like... A gold- bit of a defile. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna start with the, the middle child. No, I'm gonna start with the yeah. older one. Oh, okay. Well, I, was gonna, I, was, I was saying, yeah, because he's the, the golden child <laughs> yeah. archetype. Yeah, he's the perfect son. Let's let's hear your hot take. Yeah, what do you think of um the, the perfect son in this film? Because I feel like he didn't really have a a character Arc, so much. Yeah. He didn't really have a he was character a more of a because plot device. Yeah, he was the kill your darling. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was the the you know, as we said, perfect son. So mm-hmm. he was the one who he's not exactly like Jake, and he's not he's nothing like he's not he's nothing like his mother or his father. Mm-hmm. He is very individual in his obedience and his yeah. you know mm-hmm. that that makes that for me made him the darling, and mm-hmm. that put the target on his back. When, when you, did you know that he was gonna bite it? 
Um, there's foreshadowing in the very beginning, right? In when, the very beginning, when, when, when the resistance is fighting yeah. um, the enclave and like he falls and like the father is looking for him and yes. he's hurt. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in the same spot almost too. Like the yeah, chest. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's set up from the first, from that first instance, because what happens is the the humans are are running a train. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the, the Navi people, they, they, you know, blow it up. There's lots of, if you like, uh, giant vehicles Explosions. exploding Listen. and flipping. Man, you're, they, you got trains, you got boats, you got, you got smaller boats, <laughs> you got yeah. helicopters. You got submarines. You got, submar yeah. you got, you got submarine crabs, <laughs> yo. Like, yeah. if you like vehicular just destruction, this movie is a movie for if you. If you want to see a giant lovely whale called Payakan, Free willing oh. in himself onto a huge battleship. Yeah, and the legend, the icon. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Um, we're gonna get, no. There's gonna be a good segment of this show dedicated to Pyakon. Yeah, okay. I, I, I got, Pyakon. I got He's like, like twenty minutes that has to be locked into Pyakon. Sure. So, mm -hmm. if, so if we've got to the point where we only have twenty minutes left, I'm sorry. That's all. All, all <laughs> Um Popping off with Pyakon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so in that first uh, attack, essentially, um, the, 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 as you called him, what did you call him? The Great Defier? Mm -hmm. um, um, Loak. Lo 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 um, yeah. he, he decides he doesn't want to listen to his dad. He wants to get in on the action because he right. glorifies his father. Yeah. And unfortunately... He is as stubborn as his father. His father is mm -hmm. a fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he glorifies him. He wants to be just like him, which is the wrong person to idolize. Yeah. Um, and he goes in guns blazing, literally. His older brother, who is wiser, rightfully thinks this motherfucker going to get himself killed. Right. I got to stop this dude from that mm -hmm. happening because otherwise my mother going to kill me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it's one of the, the instances in the movie where that happens, where because of the young one's antics, mm -hmm. the, the, the older one, his, um, his life is put into danger. So, oh, yeah. by the yeah. way, I, I knew um, he was going to die. When, because it's it's that basic rules of three with storytelling. So the right. first time his brother's like, let's go to the train, let's fight yeah. the thing. Mm -hmm. And the second time is he's getting the fight after they're battling up Kiri. And the brother's like, yo, don't, don't do it, you know. But yeah. he still allows him yeah. to do it. He sees and doesn't stop him to do it. Right. So on the third time when he's like, hey man, we gotta go back for Spider. And he's just like, <sighs> you hear him yeah. sigh? That's when he knew like. And by then the movie's wrapping up. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he knew yeah. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Third time is like, that has to be. So. And, um, so you, you mentioned that, I, I just want to go back to that, that little scene where they were making fun of Kiri in the sand. Um, I loved, so, all right, he doesn't have as engaging of a character arc as Loak or Kiri as, and, and even the, the you know, the, the little baby child. Um, <laughs> but I did like his expressions in the movie when Yeah, he, great face acting. Yeah, because he was just, you could tell the, the moments where he was just annoyed, but also there was a depth to them, to, to these expressions as well. So there's a scene where... Um, Loak, who has formed this kinship with the, the, the whale that we spoke about, Payakan, mm -hmm. and he refers to Payakan as his brother, um, and they get into this, yeah, this tiff yeah. about how Loak feels um, like he's always been compared to the big brother, mm -hmm. and there's this look on his face, the big brother's face, where mm -hmm. he's just like, I didn't put that on you. Right. Like, they put that on you, but I've always treated you like you're my G. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that kind of frustration as being the older brother. So right. he, uh, But in that scene where the kids are making fun of Kiri, there's a scene where he, there's the moment where he's just like, gotta fuck some shit up. Yeah. <laughs> gotta do it. Yeah, gotta yeah, throw yeah. down. Yeah. Like, yeah. solid stick together. Yeah. Exactly. That yeah. moment. And, and he's, he's like, I, don't, I didn't want to have to do this, but 
Let's go. It's like that scene in 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 um in the town where um uh, Ben Affleck <laughs> comes up to Jeremy Renner yeah, and yeah. he's just like, all right, I can't tell you what we're gonna do or who we're gonna do it to, but he's just get in the car. I'm gonna fuck some people up. And Jeremy Renner just goes, whose car we're gonna take? Yeah, it's a bet. It's a bet. Yeah, ready. Um, also, I want to point out, I I love that people spent. 12 years going, oh, Avatar has no cultural value. We've yeah. all forgotten Avatar. You know, yada, 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 yada. Who remembers Jake Sully? Who remembers Natiri? And the film goes, oh, well, fuck you. This one's about their kids. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Brand new characters. That's so yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, so true. As you say that, I just want right, to, let's, let's take a moment here. I just want to ask, um, Brittany, as someone who didn't see Avatar um, in, when it came out, what was your conception of it? going into this year when, you know, Avatar 2 was coming out and it clearly was this phenomenon that had kind of passed you by. Um, how d- did you think about it? Did it come into your space at all? Was there any desire to watch it before the sequel was coming out? It was always in my space. When it first came out, it was all anyone was talking about. And then for months, it was all anyone was talking about. And yeah. as per usual, whenever someone is going on about something and it doesn't happen to be just like in my immediate household space, then I'm just kind of like, yeah, one of many things that people mm-hmm. are always talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, half of the things um, I wouldn't be able to be interested in because I wasn't allowed to watch or whatever. And then mm-hmm. the other half, I was just like, well, um, yeah, I'm not going to bother. Let me just go back to my Hannah Montana or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever was happening at the time. Um so all I really knew was I was seeing trailers and stuff, and I'm like, okay, blue people, and you know it's named Avatar, which is confusing because I keep thinking of the last That's Airbender, which yeah. is a show I wasn't allowed to watch. Um, so I was like, all right, blue people, aliens, people love it, another blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of let it pass me by, and people kept talking about it, and that's just all I knew. So going into it, um. And actually watching it for the first time, which was, what, just a couple months ago, um, I was impressed. I was like, okay, I get it. Okay, mm-hmm. it's fine. It ma- makes sense yeah. now. I'm no longer yeah. mad that everyone was always talking about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it, it makes sense. I understand the hype. I'm, I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> yeah. And also, also um, I want to point out that re- real, just on-the-nose storytelling, as soon as the humans land in this movie... They like the satellites burned on the earth, and all the major animals from the first one are mm-hmm. immediately wiped out. The dogs, the 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 mega hyena things, and right. elephants, and the rhino things. Yeah, just just clear like part one is over. Yeah, Boom, that is that's done. a nice observation. Yeah. I like. That. Yeah, I didn't actually notice that. Mm-hmm. But one thing I um also noticed while I was watching it for the first time was just how pretty it is. It's such yeah. every scene is so incredibly detailed and aesthetically yeah. pleasing. And I'm just Gorgeous. like, why didn't I ever hear anyone talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> that that's, that's is all what <laughs> James wants us that's to talk he about. Wants. And he gets it with this movie. That's all I can think about. It's all I can talk about. Yeah, I the, mean, the, yeah. The, the last, I mean, when the, when the movie is done, it's just like a, a collection of scenes of mm-hmm. just how pretty the movie is. Yeah, yeah um, seriously. They're very the entire movie is a collection And of very well thought <laughs> out. Like, you know, I'm seeing, like, the the plant species, the flora and the fauna that they create in the world is mm-hmm. extremely realistic because they're influenced by real um, things. Real. Re- real things. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the yeah, plants like, that I saw was, like, um, I think it's known as a carnivorous plant where it dissolves insects yeah. in, like, mm-hmm. a... 
like an acid that the it has Ven- in Venus the base flytrap? of it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, not yeah. the Venus flytrap. Something similar though. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. shaped like a like a like pot a almost. Yeah, yeah, like a cup with mm-hmm. a cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I saw one of those in the movie, and like it's just so and the underwater. I mean, we'll get to that. But well, yeah, yeah. There's, I was gonna say as you say, just things that you they're they're alien, but it's just like you can it's familiar. You familiar. know, you know the one to one of what it is. Um, like like one of the smartest choices in, in Avatar One is all the. Monst other animals, mm. they are they have similar sounds to Jurassic Park mm. creatures. Mm-hmm. So all okay. this, some of them sound like T Rexes, some of yeah, them sound yeah, like yeah. raptors. Mm-hmm. So the last time you went into a new magical world, yeah, that was best realized for something you never you yeah. just recreated the same sound. So it, it's maybe even subconsciously hit that nostalgia spot. Yeah, without yeah. even realizing. I think it might have because like even the even the animals that they fly on are very pterodactyl. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, um, so uh, when you go underwater, there's a scene where um, Loak, uh, after that scene where he, he gets uh, into... Damon, if I mind, most of this movie is going underwater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In this particular scene where they go underwater. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, after after Loak has gotten into the big fight with the with the Reef Boys. So, um, they... Well, uh, let me go back a bit. Um, they have to leave their home in the forest that you knew in the first, mm-hmm. first film. As you said, bam. Uh, they they blew it all up in when the humans came now. Which, by the way, just want to point out the score in that scene. I really like yeah. uh, when when the ship is landing. Right. It's just very much like Spielberg kind of yeah. uh, sci-fi. I think and, the score overall was great. Yeah, it really was. It's just that moment in particular made me think. Oh, this is like classic um, throwback sci-fi kind of mm-hmm. blaring horns. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that happens, and then they have to they they do some fighting in the forest, but it's eventually uh, when Quaritch. Is revealed to be, you know, back alive. Um, th- Jake is like, we this 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 guy won't stop. We yeah. gotta we gotta I go. Know this gentleman, we right? Leave, yeah. um, we gotta go where he can't find us, and they he, go to the reef folk. He, he wants to leave because um, in the first movie, the the home of the um, the Tyrius tribe, mm-hmm. their name, the original Navi. The whole point of the movie is they're trying to um, dig up this tree. This, this giant tree that they all live yeah, for the minerals it's, it's underneath. On top of this yeah. mystical mirror, home min- tree. mineral, yeah. So, you know, eventually they say, like, Jake, all right, you have like a month to get this sorted out. Like, just hurry up and just find it out. And then, of course, it's not a month, it's like an hour. Mm-hmm. And they go and they destroy the whole tree. Right. And they play this score. The mm-hmm. Yes, That's, yes, yes. And, when and, when and the whole thing is burning. And having recently seen Avatar, I'm like, this scene really freaks me out. Oh yeah, yeah, and then the that's score when Nateri re- does her like yes. top tiered crying. Yes, mm. and then scene. the score is repeated right. when the Tolkon is is hunted down. Right, and yeah. it just like it just really hurt me because like if you've seen Wailing, mm-hmm. yeah. that is exactly how they do it. Yeah, yeah. they push the baby to the side mm-hmm. and get the mother away from the herd, and then yeah, and they, they pull a lot of parallels, right? Because yeah. the the Tukum, Tukum, Tolkon, Tolkon. The, Tukum. They're like um, orcas to me, right? Yeah. Because that's how we view orcas. They're very gentle creatures, very yeah. empathetic mm-hmm. and very intelligent. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, um, I think it kind of, kind of, what do you call it? Pulls out our heartstrings because yeah. we're like, wow. Very one-to-one this one-to-one this, this movie yeah. actually, so I mean, you're, you're tapping on the Payakan door there. Um, but yeah, so he has got to go to the reef people. He's got to learn the way of the water, as the title suggests. Mm, finish, your, finish your drink, Dana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's done. Yeah, it's done. And uh, meets up with Cliff Curtis and Kate Winslet. 
Yep. Who are the leaders of the, <laughs> yeah. the water tribe. Yeah. Sure. Um, I, 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 when they showed up, I turned to Kim. I'm like, Kimmy, you ain't gonna fucking believe this. <laughs> <laughs> who these people are. Yeah. Kate fucking Winslet. Yeah. Um, un- unrecognizable. I mean, the, so a lot of the characters that have avatar faces, you, you can see them in it. I Hints feel like... Char- yeah. That, yeah. Especially from in the first one. Um, you know, Neytiri and Jake, they look very much like Zoe, Zoe Saldana and, 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 Sam. and Sam Worthington. Yeah. Right. Um, which, God bless that man for saying yes to the first Avatar because he has had nothing but obscurity in the right. last 13 years. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he sat down for 12 years awaiting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, he, he more than anybody else, man. he yeah. was the one that wanted Avatar sequels to come. He's, just, he's knocking on James's door, like, Absolutely. we we going back to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they look very much like their their actors. But in in this film, the newer ones, they they look less like their original yeah. actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and My impression is that the reef people are coded as Maori. That's yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. South um, like Pacific. Yeah, mm. South Polynesian. Yeah, Pacific, yeah. Pacific tribes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so Kate Winslet. Oh, she plays Rona. I to this day did not know her name. Ronal is her name. And uh Cliff Curtis, Curtis plays Tonawari. Tonawari. Um and uh, so they are the leaders of the tribe uh, of the water people. They have children of their own and uh, their kids and Jake's all his kids do not get along. Um, they get into a big scuffle, even though their kids are the ones, the, the water tribe kids are the ones that are teaching the Sullys the way of yeah. the water mm-hmm. in some really interesting scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, that is also a scene where Kiri, ex- uh, you know, they, they explore yes. her weirdness where Gorgeous. she can just be underwater yeah. with yeah. no, she, no she, problem. She, she picks up the and breathing she, underwater. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She adapts so effortlessly. Yeah. Effortless and, and the forest, yeah. the, the, the other of uh, Sully's kids are, uh, are not so... Babylon is three hours long? <laughs> Damon, Damon. We, we, no, we I'm just. Talk, it's it's just it. on my screen. <laughs> Sorry, about, but like you don't so do funny. that. <laughs> you don't do three hours unless you're an end game <laughs> or an avatar. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, you have Sorry. to have something to back it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or if you're talking about my good friend, um, Car- Carmela Soprano, Soprano, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Hilarious anecdote, right? Um, that I sent Bam, where apparently. She thought that Avatar had flopped yeah. because yeah. she did the voice. She did the she cameo did. four years ago yeah. and hadn't heard anything about it, yeah. and so assumed that it had released up. and flopped. Yeah, yeah. Which a lot is of the hilarious. film, a lot of this movie was filmed like three like, like, like kind of haphazardly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Right. So the the kids they don't get along, even though they're supposed to be the ones training them about how to use the water and all that. Yeah, but also if I was like a tribe kid and yeah. some like foreigner showed up, I'd be like, "Yo, fuck them kids." Yeah. But wait, it leads to the the fuck up kid. Um, he gets taken out to the outskirts. Uh, they're, they're, they're playing what I think is one of the worst bits of bullying I've seen in in you film the history. Kid to die? Bruh. Yeah. Oh, it's you mean, you mean, dark. You mean, you mean they uh, really they, they, they simbody him by dark. taking him out of pride? Yeah. Take him away from pride. Like, but they're they should know better because the hyenas they were doing it on purpose to kill Simba. No. I don't think they were trying to kill the kid. No. Um, but you know. They just leave him out there in the open water. He barely knows how to swim. And what happens is uh, a goddamn shark shows up. Right. Um, well, Damon, I may point out, these are not intelligent kids. They are not. <laughs> they are, they are dum-dums. Quite dumb children. <laughs> True. Um, and uh, it looks like it's, it's the, the well-deserved end for Jake Sully's dumbest child. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the long love we knew too well. No, yeah. he's, Re- he's dumb. the most rebellious. He's dumb. The most Hold on. Stubborn. There's this scene where where um the he he rightfully says to the other kids, "Oh, I can't go out there. I'm not allowed." And they barely say two words. Yeah, yeah. and he's, and like, he's just let's like, go. "Let's do it." <laughs> 
Don't compare me to my brother. And then they give, I want to say. Yes, he is. And then the three kids give, I want to say, the biggest wink. Let's kill him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like he didn't take the hint. And then, yeah, so he goes out there. He's about to get, you know, become shark food. And then all of a sudden, this savior comes out of of nowhere. Beautiful new best friend. I love him. Yeah, he comes out there and just murders the fuck out of a shark just like rams him into a water repeatedly you see the blood like dissipating Mm -hmm. into the water Mm -hmm. and then just falls to the to the the ocean floor and that's how you meet payakan um who is the outcast whale Mm -hmm. of of um this is my best supporting actor when you do her oscars i mean come on Um, (laughs) he's my guy honestly Uh, and and um yeah so you learn about that character and they make a character out of a whale, mm-hmm. which somebody mentioned Free Willy earlier, mm-hmm. but I don't think since Free Willy or maybe Dolphin Tail, which I didn't see, <laughs> or <laughs> Flipper to go to go yeah, through the yeah. the numerous aquatic <laughs> characters yeah. that we have right, seen, right. but not oh since. Boy. Which it's been a while since I have had this much attachment to a to, creature yeah, from yeah. The, from the deep, yeah. which um, I don't like the ocean. Which you brought this up. Yeah. I brought this up, but it hasn't been th- that thing hasn't been released. Is it as a yet. fair of like large spaces? No, it's just I could be in a desert and I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. But I don't like being out in open water. Claustrophobic. Um, Claustrophobic. It's just like what could be there. It's just yeah. you we don't, don't know. know. That's we don't know. Thing. Right. We haven't even explored. Exactly. Yeah. That we barely touched twenty percent. Yeah. And then I hear right. able. I, I I once was um you know at. At the beach, and, and there was a TV on, and it was about this guy who went to, I don't know if it was Jamaica, but it was to some tropical island, and he went out to the beach, and he got stung by a jellyfish, and they were like, this jellyfish has never been known to be in these waters, and the man died instantly, and I'm like, oh, the dear. fuck, why would we still go to the beach? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I still go to the beach to this day, because it's just a nice, a nice place to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't like the ocean, and the the movie that kind of spurned that for me was the movie Orca, which, if you've never seen it, is a movie what? about it's about an orca mm-hmm. who um, is is murdered by some whalers, and it turns out that she was pregnant at the time. The father of the pod mm-hmm. sees this happening, and it makes it his life's mission to annihilate the the whaler that which did apparently it. is Different. a real thing. Like they'll Different. remember yeah. and like much like go elephants, for you. Much like yeah, yeah. very smart. Yeah. Right. So so Payakan is um it's it's not uh, him wanting vengeance for uh, uh, his child. He mm-hmm. wants vengeance for his mother, which yeah. I thought his was tribe, a, his tribe. Right. Well, his his tribe, but but specifically what the reason why he why his tribe all died. He brought them to war, much mm-hmm. like Jake Sully would, mm-hmm. and, and uh, said, you know, these humans have been killing us off. They killed my mother. We're going to have to go and fuck them up. And everybody died except for Payakan. He lost a fin, mm-hmm. um, but he has to live in, in exile for the rest yeah. of his life in solitude, which mm-hmm. he, for these creatures um, is established very well as being like yeah. a fate worse than death. Yeah. They're socially uh, connected creatures the way we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Cliff Curtis, um, Tonari, the, the chief of the Matahari tribe, yeah. um, he says a whole story where like, there is some implied mega whale war history. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, the that's movie. the prequel you gotta yeah. see. Where, yeah. where, like, the whales were at war. <laughs> These mega yeah. creatures were at war and then one day signed an eternal peace treaty. And yeah. Payakana's broken peace treaty. Yeah, so yeah. I, 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 I yeah. mean, I don't know who was at the conference for the peace treaty, but uh, Payakan is is that young buck who's just like, I wasn't there, mm-hmm. and they killed my mother, so yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to get these fools. Yeah. Um, doesn't work out, and he has to live uh, as an outcast. So 
uh, he and Loak, I, I thought that was really tremendous the way they were able to, to establish this connection between these two characters and this common ground between them because Loak feels as though he's not an outcast yet, but he's been he on is on his way to do that mm-hmm. because he keeps fucking up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes, I really like their relationship. and um, It's just a, the lovely story of a boy and his like, whale. Yeah. Besties. Like, so sweet. Besties, yeah. yeah. They are besties. Um, I, every, every time like, Loak is on screen, it's it's so so, so uh, me and Kim were, were were discussing during the movie. We're like, the CGI is so good, but it's also not even show offy. It just simply it just is. is. Yeah, it's not yeah. trying to impress you. It just is mm-hmm. the world. It's just so, 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 so you just just comfortably in the world, and you're just yeah. accepting it on the face easily. Um, Payakan, like I have so much love for him, mm-hmm. <laughs> just as like a beautiful creation. That yeah. is the only time I stopped. And I like truly analyzed him where I'm just like, is that like animatronic puppet that he's uh, on? Mm. Is that just really almost, beautiful? He's the only one on the side. I'm so yeah. fascinated by yeah. it. It's so, so tactile. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. the yeah. thing. Yeah. Even yeah. the way they build like the, his like shell, because he almost yes. has a shell like a turtle. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. like that yeah. hard back. He's like a hammerhead. Yeah. Full on armor hammerhead. But more than Payakan's character in the film they do show the connection that the the water tribe has with the whales where mm-hmm. when the whales yes. return yeah. um yeah, you see yeah. that that kind of that meeting that they have mm-hmm. um, again the interconnectedness right. with nature and yeah. like i think one of the interesting things that i've observed and you guys can tell me if you disagree but like i found based on the story that the humans rely on the animals much more than the animals rely on the humans yes. mm-hmm. yeah like Across the board, like the forest people, the reef people. Mm-hmm. The animals, um, to me, seemed kind of annoyed sometimes. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they did seem yeah. Yeah. The, the, Much like Pokemon, um, you <laughs> simply have to like catch one yeah. and like, befriend it. <laughs> yeah. And then you can yeah. use yeah. it. Because even there's the scene where, where as Quaritch is the, the now as a Navi walking and talking around, um, he's got to uh, you know, get control of one of those, those dragons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's not doing it in the kind of way where he has reverence for no. the right. world or for right. the ecosystem. It's, ju- it's yeah. just another... He, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a thing. To it's another signal another of the context. colonialism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, his approach. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it's just another material. It's no different from his gun. Yeah. yeah and, exactly. and, and, and there was this very, very subtle, like, like just, br- you don't even really notice it, but then second time I really like pointed it out. Um, during the final battle, yeah, uh, when Courage um, gets licked off by Jake, yeah, at first, and then he and then the kids are tied up. Courage like jumps up, uh, grab grabs the kid out of the water, mm. the mm. back on, and he drops down, drops him down on the ship. When he jumps off of uh, his Tolkan, the, the dragon, yeah, he goes like this. He just like chops karate chops away mm. the, 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 the hair cut. Right. Right. Everybody else gently. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. he goes yeah. like this. Yeah. Like seeing seeing the animals just as a tool and yeah, as a military it's, it's, tool exactly. too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's I think that truck. also influences it. Yeah. 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 No, it definitely does. I mean, also, um, in, in a, a less subtle moment, the moment he sees the dragon, he just sucks it right in the face. Right. right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he has a complete disregard for what's going on there. Um, uh, but they do show why it is important to have this connection with these, char- with these, these, these creatures, these mm-hmm. animals. Um, it's particularly in the scene where when Courage eventually catches up with Jake and and finds the the, the reef tribes, mm-hmm. um, you know the he just says shoot that shoot animal. animal. Doesn't yeah. even know the name of it. He just yeah. says let's just yeah. kill yeah. that. And he some, knows yeah. that he's doing that because he's exploiting their connection with it. Yeah. Um, you know just because he's he's a, he's a villain. He's yeah. a bad person. He, he yeah. doesn't get this. Listen, 
the crazy thing about this movie is it's it's so accurate to how things are yeah. when like a marine group goes mm-hmm. to take over like little indigenous cultural yeah they are not people to them no. they're yeah. just means to yeah. an end right so yeah. when he says they just shoot animal because he wants to torture them he's just torturing them for information yeah, yeah. it is so like like <laughs> and it's ironic isn't it because the colonialism I mean, colonialism by definition isn't sustainable, but like mm-hmm. we see it very obviously here because their approach to the environment means that they're once again eventually yeah. going to have to find right. somewhere In 10 else years because their the approach plant, to yeah. the colonialism mm-hmm. isn't sustainable. And, and, but Quaritch's at- response to that would be, and we'll yeah. do it again. Exactly. We'll, we'll move we did it before, we'll do it again. We'll move on, yeah, yeah. yeah their, their perspective is just so different from the Navi people. And right, yeah. And, yeah. and but they really did like this is the kind of thing that if I were to say to to well not my dad because he's he's more eco conscious these days but let's say my dad fifteen years ago um and I would have said oh no it's you know it's about you know treating animals right and he 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 kind of scoff right. yeah but, but the movie does show um, why it's so important yeah because they show like oh these these are living breathing creatures yeah. um with memories and stories like that yeah. exchange of stories it's it's such a subtle montage you yeah. know but they do. Bring yes. across the, the point. And of when the marine world. biologist is talking about um, the the tukum, like he's like That's, uh, when they're extracting the, the 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 liquid gold. Flight to the yeah. Concords yes, alum, Jermaine, uh, Jermaine, Jermaine Clement. Yeah, yeah. Which was a delightful surprise for me. Yeah, in this movie. I was it wondering was nice, where it was I nice to see him from. And Bam was like, "Fly to the Concords," no, and I was like, "Yeah, that that's it." I, I said any, to Bam yeah. when we watched it, I, I think he might have been cast in 2009 when the first Avatar came out mm-hmm. because that's when Flight to the Concords was at its biggest. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and then that contract just stuck. Yeah. Oh, that's um, what I actually, actually you know, you know why he was cast? Why? Because James Cameron. After the success of Avatar, moved his family out to New Zealand, uh-huh. and then when time came, he's just like, "Oh, I need to safely film these three, four movies because he's making three, four movies." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he just he he mainly hired New Zealand actors. Okay, yeah, yeah. and and he just happened to to be Look one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when he's talking about the the, I I keep wanting to call them orcas. I'm sorry, <laughs> the the tulkun. Yeah, he's like, they have complex language, music, yeah, philosophy, yeah. you know, they're incredibly empathetic. Yeah, like, it really, us, yeah. I mean, humanizes them in our eyes, you know, in the audience's eyes. Yeah. We, we kind of have that I mean, connection with them I mean, because we see them as more Yeah, they're already like humanized us. when you see them talking to them and having That's true, like yeah. when they're doing the sign language and yeah. everything. That's yeah. very true. And then you get to see him fuck some shit up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Without yeah. abandon. Yeah. So the poetic I, justice. I, yeah. yeah. yeah so the, of retrieving <laughs> the same <laughs> arm. Yes. yes. Yeah. Can we talk about um, no, let's, the let's, best scene ever? Let's get in into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. This yeah. is what the, I mean. All right, we're talking all about this high hoity-toity stuff. Oh, it's good for the environment. All oh, these characters are so complex. <laughs> no, a whale fucks some shit up in this movie. Yeah, he does. But a whale free wills himself onto a battleship, capsizing <laughs> the boat, pushing yeah. it onto a reef, and then cuts a man's arms off with it, a harpoon. Yeah. It is fucking delightful. It ta- it taunts a rocket launcher, yes. opens its mouth yes. wide, and says, "Come at me, bro." And yeah. Then, and then. Fucking snapshot at the last second. Yeah. <laughs> the rocket ricochets off of his impenetrable right. skull and fucking blows up elsewhere because yeah, like Pyakan's a beautiful got shit World to Cup do. head off. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I just I, I want to ask um, Brittany your perspective on this scene because I was sitting next to you in this movie and I was internally losing my mind because I knew it was coming up. Mm-hmm. But you were like stone solid. And I want to know what was your reaction watching those scenes. I felt like I couldn't even breathe because I'm like, I'm not missing a single second of this. Mm-hmm. Because I'm here watching and I'm like, okay, this is going to be the the moment where 
home dog. What's what's the whale's name? Firecon. Yeah, where home dog is gonna die. Home dog. Right? <laughs> home dog. Okay. And just like you know, home dog gonna save the day, and you know, going to die this mm-hmm. um big um sacrificial death, and yeah. everyone is going to be like, oh, he had a bad reputation, but he had a good heart after all. Mm-hmm. You were right. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Home Dog, uh, I put on one piece of fight. Right, and the part, the part where the thing <laughs> ricochet <laughs> off of him skull, mm-hmm. as you were saying, mm-hmm. that part had me. Like, that mm-hmm. was a jaw drop moment. So, yeah. whatever stone or whatever my face looked like, I was just watching this and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I cannot believe what's happening in front of my eyes right now. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was just like, like Home Dog really just ain't yeah. plan out the thing like yeah. him did map out. Yeah. Where yeah. every everything Smart was the best angle to jump on the yeah. boards, the yeah. tie up your ropes. So yeah, the, the ropes like, going around so crazy. Yeah. Listen, nobody else had as much as a plan as Home Dog did. Yeah. Like, yeah. nobody did everything as seamlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Did we have a favorite that's, Paracon that, moment? That's my thought. I don't know if I have a favorite Paracon moment. You know, I mean, it 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 o- overall, what it says to me, or what it coming it. What it builds for me is anticipation. Because mm-hmm. for the next films, what I'm hoping Cameron will do is involve the creatures a lot more in mm-hmm. the yeah. fight Fighting. back. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they so, kind of did it in the first film when like Nitiri does her, her big prayer to Ewa mm-hmm. and then all the forest creatures come out. But, mm-hmm. it, but it did feel like this but was it, an extension of AY. It didn't feel like exactly. they got intention. It didn't, it didn't so. seem, it, he made a choice. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. He made, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I feel like I'm hoping and I'm anticipating that we'll see a bit more of that yeah. coming. So, I whereas, would love to see Kiri's relationship with yes. AY blossom a bit more and we get a bit of a better understanding mm-hmm. of what her role is like in the grand scheme of things, especially in connection to AWA and the spirit world. If yeah. I may theorize, I think on, on, on the ride home, the first time I watched it, um, me and my friend Steve were just like, yo, what the fuck else does he have planned? Yeah. That, right? And yeah. then I was just thinking to myself, like, okay, so we do know that is just one battleship mm-hmm. that the home base sent out. Yeah. Right? So there's a whole city. And mm-hmm. they're like, we can build a building in six days. She says it with, with the robots they have. Yep. Yeah. So there's going to be like a small pause in time. And they're going to build up even more and more resources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I was seeing was like, oh, and Kiri, Kiri in this, she learns to control the sea cucumbers. And she learns to control the little light, light, mm-hmm, light mm-hmm. fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, well, is this building to like a giant kaiju? Is, is, <laughs> is, is she going to become so powerful that she can just... Fully have the yeah. entire I mean, of the planet is, is come gonna, down upon the military. Be able to teach other people. Is this something that she can teach other people? So she can train like, the Jedi. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, almost. No, yeah, uh, I, no, I think because I she's because, because she is the, chi- the, ch- of the child of Ewa. Ewa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is her power to okay. control. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, all right. So, so Paya can has to kind of save the day at a certain point um, because the as the whales have returned. It, it happens at the same time that Quaritch has um, found out about the Sullys on, on the Water Tribe because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the script. Um, <laughs> and and yes. Third act, my guy. Yeah, we, we got to go. We got to wrap up. We got three more movies, guys. Yeah. Um, and, and then, yeah, so, so when it seems as though the whales that have this deep connection with the tribe are, are under threat, um, Loak, of course, goes straight for Payakan. And we mentioned it before, but there's a heartbreaking scene where the the um the whale that we got to know from her connection with Kate Winslet's mm-hmm, character mm-hmm. um 
we see the prolonged execution of her yeah. and, and yeah. like the the, the, the the systematic way in which it's done. The yeah. accurate way in which Very one would hunt a whale. Yeah. 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 And and it's a little on the nose and there's lots of moments in this movie where it has this on the nose dialogue, but it's like it um where where a spider um says Again, that's why everybody gets it. And no, that's why yeah. it makes billions of dollars. That is true. Because everyone is clear. Um but there's the, the, the moment where Spider, um, who has been along with Quaritch this entire time, um, uh, he, he you know, is remarking on how they, they collect the fluid from the brain, but mm-hmm. that's it. The rest of it the is just a yeah. carcass that they throw yeah. away. And he's disgusted at the waste. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like, but, you know... You guys don't even eat it? it <laughs> it's the sustainability point, right? Yeah, like, it is. The it fact is. that um, often indigenous tribes will use as many parts of the animal as they yeah. can. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of, it, it's better that that line came from a child because he has a child's view of the world. It's very yeah. simplistic. Like yeah. this is, you know, he, he thinks this is how things yeah. should be. Also, he knows nothing yeah. of human culture. Really. No, and yeah. colonialism. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into that character for a Spider? second. Well, just because right after the big chaos with Payakan, um, James Cameron does two things. One, he... he you know, goes towards the end of the movie, kind of wraps up all these characters. Sinks a ship. Two, he goes full yeah. fucking Titanic. Full Titanic. <laughs> um, you know, you've got the water rushing in, the people who are trying to get to the door, and, oh, and oh, you've got the ship believe when capsizing. Lick that boat, I uh, saw so water flooding in. I'm like, you pussy all your Titanic time. Yeah, it's it, it really did take me back, man. It was like, oh, I, I remember why Titanic was so good because right. people don't do shipwrecks like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know how they, to do this. don't yeah. see people just getting their asses whooped by water. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. L- literally. Um, yeah, so, so they, you know, um, they do this big finale on uh, a capsizing ship. Um, Jake is fighting against Quaritch. Uh, Quaritch's men have all, but, you know, I think maybe two are left. A lot yeah, of them have died. Three of the novice, yeah. yeah. Um, there's the, the main one who wears the Oakley shades. Yes. <laughs> as I pointed out. Yeah, the, the, um, the Trump rally shades, the Trump as we rally call shades, them. The Trump rally shades. <laughs> and the, um, the Vasquez from Aliens yep. one. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> the other, the other, um, uh, I love how their navies, one. like the, the, the military, the marine navies. Right. Um, the, as opposed to the, mar- the marine navies. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they got tattoos. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bam, bam <laughs> was, was there like, like a tattoo artist yeah, specifically yeah. for Navi? She, she woke up and she's just like, put back my fucking back. <laughs> <laughs> um, Need it. <laughs> yeah, I also like how if if you look at that scene where Quaritch is addressing them for the first time and they're all in in you know their their avatars, like his muscles are just slightly more inflated than everybody mm-hmm. else's. Just because yeah. you know, I feel like that was. A little bit of um, uh, genetic design, just be like, all right, right. he's gonna be the top dog. Let's give him yeah. this a little bit. Well, yeah. well, he was the most tick marine in yeah. the first one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So, so uh, everything's kind of gone to shit, and they're having this big finale on the boat. And this is where you get a lot of the characters that have their their you know eventual arcs. Um, uh, the the eldest son has mm-hmm. passed away because of his brother's incompetence. Yeah. Um, and you know th- that well, he dies protecting his brother. As, yes, as he's yeah. done the whole movie. Right, which and and he was true that to his scene, character. Yeah, his, the scene where they um do his burial. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I have yeah. some general comments um about color theory in this movie. But anyway, okay. okay. Um, um. Well, before we get to that, um, mm-hmm. the 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 part where Jake is talking to his his son after they have all come to terms with the death. And um, the you know Loak says he wants to help, and Jake says you've done enough. Like that part really mm-hmm. got me because it was that to 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 
Loak in that scene was like, there's no coming back from this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, movie's ending, and I know you have sequels planned, so maybe mm-hmm. there's like a redemption for these characters. Like mm-hmm. maybe they can get back there to being together. There is a thousand percent a Quaritch redemption. Yes. Well, well, yeah. Quaritch is definitely for I Quaritch think. is clone. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah, the. Yeah. But me and Toby were having real arguments yeah, about, about the ethics of cloning. About the ethics of cloning. <laughs> and I'm just and like, he's he... not his son, Bam. And I'm just like, it's not his son. It's not his son, though. Hold on. Wait a minute. It's not his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because no, no, it's, it's not Quarish, it's Quarish's it's clone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, Understood, but, but, like, but emotionally, it's his son. So then and, it's his and son. We'll see, okay, well, okay. Fair. If I died <laughs> and my subconsciousness <laughs> was uploaded into Navi, best believe I'm starting back from scratch and I'm going to record this podcast as a Navi. All, <laughs> my, all my human tangents and emotions okay. are now back again. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, but they do play with that in the movie where mm-hmm. I think in the beginning... Quaritch establishes this distance from Spider um, yeah. to say that I am just a clone, but I think he is unable to to devoid himself from those emotions. Yes. Yeah. yes. So so there's a few scenes in this movie where Quaritch shows more emotion than he did in the first movie yeah. altogether. Mm-hmm. So when oh, he's he sees a far more complex person, right? When yeah. he sees his own death, like yeah. there's yes. a reaction on his face. Yeah. When he sees Spider for the first time, he's like he's taken aback oh, by. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. When he sees Spider getting tortured by the military because right. Spider's got information, mm-hmm. yeah. he steps in and not not as he puts it as like a, a More strategy. More personal touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He he's yeah, concerned. Yeah. Right. Um, and then when Neytiri uh, threatens to kill him, yeah. Right. Here we go. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. That is the point. Show, right. Yeah. Where yeah. where yeah. it's yeah. like he is not as detached as he thought. Yeah. Uh, he he arguably has the arc of the movie. Yeah, because like the whole time you're just like you're just thinking like oh he's just playing spider he just wants right. to get this done and then right. he realizes on his face you see mm-hmm. that look of conflict conflict yeah, like, yeah yeah fuck I do love my son I right yeah this, yeah. This boy. yeah yeah and and so but on the, the so there's a parallel there with his father son relationship and Jake's relationship with Loak mm-hmm. and at that point where he has said to Loak yo you've done enough and Loak feels as though I have lost the love that my father had. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, I'm fully disappointed in my father's. So. Right. Yeah. But I really appreciated the the fact that before the movie ended, they did you know tie things up a little bit. I feel that like there's still some unresolved issues between yeah. them. But yeah. the moment where, where he's able to, teach, to teach Jake to slow down, mm-hmm. hold his breath, yeah. and also um, you know show the connection with Payakan that he's been trying to talk about the yes. entire movie. Yeah. And Jake says, I see you. Like, that That was a moment yeah. that was really killer for Payakan getting his re- redemption was very yes. important yeah. to yeah. me. Absolutely. I could yes. not stand it. Absolutely. Yeah. I was so, Absolutely. I was feeling so much for this, for this will, honestly. Yeah. And, I, and I just like the whole thing about the, the parents of the, in the movie, Neytiri and uh, Jake, which, by the way, just to talk about Neytiri for a little bit, like her scene where she is going just absolutely beast mode. Beast mode. Listen. Beast mode. I mean, I liked her throughout the movie because I thought she is um, a very kind of deadpan funny character. Yeah. Um, she, she, she has a lot less to do in this one because I think the movie is primarily about the children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I imagine... I imagine when she finds out that spider left Courage alive, yeah. right. oh there's going to be a lot yeah, to so, talk so that's, about. That's, yeah, so that's what we kind of need to, to discuss a bit. Like... Um, how long do you think Spider will last in this earth <laughs> once she has found out? Because why I don't know. She uh, she, she might like fully disabandon him, and Spider's got one place to go afterwards. Oh, if he gets Quar- right, yeah, right, if he gets right. Suspended. Yeah. So yeah, he might go to the other side before Quaritch even exactly, does his yeah. like mm-hmm. redemption arc. Right. And, yeah, I I don't. That makes sense. I don't think Spider will will turn. 
Um, I think I think I think there'll be a moment of desperation if Material kicks him off. Yeah. 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 May, I mean, I think it, I think it will come down to that same emotional connection with him and Quaritch, uh, yeah. where where that will be the thing that um, will decide it, mm-hmm. and, and he will have to repay. I mean, he kind of repaid the debt of him not being his chest opened up mm-hmm. by Neteria when mm-hmm. he sees Courage, um, you know, dying on the ocean floor and he mm-hmm. saves him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the one F-bomb of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he gets yeah. the one uh, And it was earned. Yeah. It was a, Good I think use it was of a it, well-earned yeah. um, F-bomb. You, you know it was? Because they I, get I, one for PG-13 yeah, movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. He deserves it because I've seen this movie twice now with a lovely Jamaican audience. Yeah. And <laughs> that is the most emotional time of the whole yeah. audience. We're like, yeah. talk about it. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> like, there was so, fully, yeah. Fully. Like, like I, 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 I truly loved seeing an audience with this movie because, like, even though you're seeing blue nine foot cat people, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> just seeing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're ju- and they're yeah. reacting as, as Jamaicans do. Like, yeah, like they, fully. They really like emotional good, um, sign of. Great story, world, story building. Building. yeah. yeah great world they bring building. across the character, the humanity of all these characters, human or or otherwise. Yeah. Um, like we all love Tuk Tuk. Yeah. Friend Tuk Tuk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's five years old. Yeah. I, I, that's so baby. That little line. She's so baby. It didn't ring out to me. Yeah. Can't believe I'm stuck again. Yes. She, she was cute. She was very cute. Um. Yes. Uh. So I liked all the characters in this movie. I don't think there's one that I, I thought was underdone even the the cartoonish i've got quotas to meet like right. that he even that, he no no that is fine australian yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> representation like he's of just here man. for his like job and he doesn't more. care about like and right. and but you know to have his arm cut off is excellent mm-hmm. yeah fantastic perfect if you're gonna and s- the same one too I yeah love right that. set right. up the shallow so characters for that that's fine yeah. whatever yeah. Yeah. as, as we're do. discussing just to have the arm fly off in the wide shot Psh, yeah. oh yeah perfect right because as we i don't know when we spoke about it but it's like a little piece of debris yeah. that, that that you don't know necessarily that it's the arm, but you're looking for it and you're hoping mm-hmm, it's the arm mm-hmm. and it's the arm and it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you had the thoughts on color theory. Yeah, I just I I uh, it's more of like a almost an intuitive thing, I guess, or like a poetic interpretation. But um, there's some interesting use of color in the movie, and of course that ties into the visual theme. And before I get into color, I just want to say briefly, which is something that I've been talking about with everybody, um, that I really appreciate this movie's approach to the visuals because um, it often incorporates some techniques from anime where we have these periods of rest where we're able to just intake the visuals and the audience kind of gets a moment to breathe before the action continues or before the plot continues, which is really, really nice. I really appreciate it. You likened it to a Miyazaki film? Yeah, I did liken it to Miyazaki's mm-hmm. films where um, often he incorporates nature in that same yeah. way. Um, but further to the color theory remark. Um, so when they're burying the oldest son and he's floating down into the yellow grass, um, it reminded me of the same color that Kiri, um, Kiri's little glowing mm-hmm. fish had, right? Right, right. And those are a symbol of hope in the movie. Yeah. Right, because yeah. there's a scene where uh, it seems all is lost and, um, the, you know... The, theory the, lights the way. Exactly. Yeah, because the exactly. Titanic Literally. people, the Literally Titanic men are about... The, the, yeah. the, the, the Titanic men are about to play the violins and everyone's mm. just going to go down in, with the ship. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Kiri lights the way with the... the I don't know not, what... Not, not even the violin man, the, the man in the canoe going, any survivors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where that's we're at. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose is trying to desperately blow the whistle at that point. Yeah. And yeah, so she lights the way with the similarly yeah. colored so you have the, things. You have the yellow of that. You have the yellow of where the 
older brother is laid to rest, you have the yellow of the liquid gold, mm -hmm. which is signifying hope for yes. humanity. Mm -hmm. right. right. So yellow is really used as a great signifier of hope. Mm -hmm. um, even the eclipse, which is, you know, orange, I would... Orangey. Yeah. Orangey mm -hmm. yellow. Um, it represents the time new of day, the... Mo new day. New day. Yeah. New day mm -hmm. And the greatest um, spiritual strength for the mm -hmm. reef people because that's when they're best able to go and mm -hmm. visit with their with their spirit world yeah. mm -hmm. and speaking of the spirit world itself um i'm gonna get very poetic now <laughs> because i just want to lead periwinkle is my favorite color okay and one of the reasons is because i see it as representing the liminal space because it's not quite purple and it's not quite blue and to me i think it's really cool that they use that color as mm -hmm. a representation of the spirit world because it's a connection to the real and the unreal, mm -hmm. you know, it's how they connect to, and I mean, Kiri, of course, is connecting most especially to this space, and um, for her, it's very real, but for everyone else, it's more of this mystical interaction, and, you know, Jake even, Jake's, Jake's vision of um, the older brother after his passing is mm -hmm. really interesting, because it's like he's seeing him in his childlike state, but as he was yes. in reality yeah. as well, like, it's a very, very liminal space. So I, I think the use of color is kind mm. of intentional almost. Well, <laughs> uh, you yeah. mentioned yellow. There's also um, when, when Payakan, when you see out of Payakan's eye, it has yes, this yellow tint to tint. it as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, so that just might be leading just his, his, um, he's characterized by everybody else as this traitor, this betrayal. Mm -hmm. um, right. But he's got... Yeah, Toloa, he's best. Right. Well, mm -hmm. more than that, he's got uh, a very hopeful idea of, of um, how things should be. You know, mm -hmm. he's not thinking, oh, we're just going to be satisfied with how the, the humans are attacking us and, and right. we should just work with this because that's just our lot in life. Mm -hmm. He's just right. like, this is a better let world. us take revenge yeah. if revenge is to be taken. Right. True. Um, mm -hmm. No, that's a, good, that's a great observation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've, we've talked a lot about uh, this movie. There's so much in the movie to talk about. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, we could do another episode just on like the 30-minute aquarium screensaver <laughs> scene. <laughs> That's because, the thing. Be, be, because, yeah. like, re, in rewatching the first movie, yeah. um, people complain because I'm like, okay, after the first 30 minutes of setup, there's just an hour of just looking at the forest. Yeah. And yes. our pretty the forest is yeah. followed the by a big battle. The periods of rest. And the, period, yeah. Yeah, the periods of rest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then this movie also has, like, the 30 minutes of setup mm -hmm. followed by an hour of just hanging out and mm -hmm. learning how to ride, ride whales yeah. and, and things and then the big battle. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that works yeah. and mm -hmm. that is it lovely does. and the best way to world build mm -hmm. is to have us just live peacefully in the world yes. and like yeah. and like really it, interact there's with there's nothing and that's the thing that um i so like all these these superhero movies one of the things that i think is really interesting is when you're showing the minutia of life, life as yeah, a superhero yeah. that's yeah. Mm -hmm. those are the most interesting stories for me right. mm -hmm. um in in that genre and my favorite scene of the first black panther is when they're just walking through the street and you see man jerking chicken and right yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah it's like <laughs> what, so what is going on exactly. so yeah. and and it's okay to just let that happen and then that can i that could be the movie right. i don't yeah. mind that that's why um, spider-man is so endearing right because he's a kid going to high school yeah like yeah. there's lots of minutia fully like just yeah. a science genius going to high school right like yeah. green green goblins throwing uh bombs at him but he's like oh no i got a math test <laughs> 
Exactly. Yo, my Gallagher left my dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but you're right because like that was the thing that was um so that made that second part of the movie which felt just like a kind of like a repeat of the first with with these kids learning. I think this the story works. Man. Yeah. Cause, well, because th- Jake learning about the ways of the Navi. There's even moments that are are direct um callbacks to the first film. So yeah. there's a point where um, uh, look, look, even Quatridge learning how to ride a thing that is directly. Right. Yeah. So so like Quatridge got the the Terminator. Yeah. He got Terminator <laughs> in that the first movie he's just this evil yes, robot killing absolutely. machine. Absolutely. And yep. in Terminator 2, yep. you know, he's now humanized and he's trying to integrate. Yeah, it, but I mean, not all the way where if, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. Quarry 20, he's going to get to that he's point. Gonna he's going to go into the vat with the thumb up and he's going to know that's absolutely. that. Yeah. E- Edie Falco is going to become the, <laughs> the, over, the overlord of yeah. this whole oh, thing. Lord. But, but like yeah. even more directly, like there's um the there's a point where um, Jake uh, is learning the language from, from yes. um, Natiri mm-hmm. and, and, you know, she's teaching him a particular word. I think it's Nati or something mm-hmm. like that. And he's not saying it right and then she mm-hmm. pops him on the forehead. Mm-hmm. And there's a, that exact exchange is between Quaritch and Spider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a scene where um, uh, Cliff Curtis is um he's he's <laughs> the saying, reef chief reef chief. Oh, no, reef, reef chief. the reef chief is is um he's now welcomed uh you know Natiri and Jake and all their family into the water right. tribe the reef mm-hmm. chief and his wife the bay boss <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and um he is he ba- he says to everybody you know teach them the way of the water so that they are not like babies mm-hmm. and, and in the first film Natiri says to Jake you're like a baby, baby. Yeah. and 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 as he says that line in this movie mm-hmm. The camera goes to Natiri and she's just like, she has that face mm-hmm. of, I have been humbled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I appreciated those callbacks to the first yeah. film. I also appreciated how they were able to do kind of the same thing, but they they showed you why you liked the first one. Because yeah. yeah, this world's interesting. Right. Yeah. You want to see It's that. like they did the same thing, but like hot take, water is a thousand percent better than the first. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I, I have to agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, even for someone who doesn't like being in water, I right. want it to be in the water. Did, did you like the, the, um, the, the Nirvana Nevermind callback when the babies were swimming? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the babies were... <laughs> that was nice. It really was a, that was a nice, Nevermind yeah. callback, yeah. Yeah, but um, I, I'm, I'm going to give my, my final thoughts on this movie. Um, I thought, yeah, the characters were a thousand percent better. Um, I've seen it twice now, and the, the visuals are... I mean, the first film is excellent, but this one, uh, it just feels like... They are. You said they weren't flexing before, but there's certain scenes in it's this world. flexing. There's like no, no, no. That is the biggest flex that they're not. That they're flex, not flexing. flexing. The whole thing yeah. is a flex. But like, <laughs> just like when you see the the um, Jake's hand, right? Like after it's just been submerged in water, yeah, and the thing. slight hint of the 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 light hitting it yeah. as as it would if it were you know yeah covered in water. Right. But like. This is not a man. This is a thing that was created yeah. on a machine. I, no, no shade. I could do a hot 40 minutes on just the end battle when they're all wet mm-hmm. and they're all constantly dripping water. Yep. Like just how goddamn And then they show that, you that, that they looks. can do it in the light and in, in the, the dark, dark and yeah. underwater. And it's yeah. just yeah. like, all right, I get it. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Like when James Cameron is just like, oh, why were people impressed by Thanos? This is nothing. Check this out. And it's like, <laughs> right. you're goddamn right, Jimmy. You're yeah. Goddamn right. Um, but uh, and uh, just a, a few other moments that stood out to me, or, or just things that um, I don't really want to dive into too much. Talk about you don't but, to dive. In? Yeah, mm-hmm. God, <laughs> not even intentional. Can't intention, avoid it. away from um, it. But uh, I liked the um, Loak and his little flirtation with the chief daughter. Like that, that was that, cute. Yeah, that was, that was very, cute. That was, that was cute. very and cute. And the breathing and like water as like this meditation and almost self-hypnosis like mm-hmm. the, like mm-hmm. the induction chant water is life it's in you it's around but yeah and but 
the point where, where she's teaching him how to breathe slowly and her hand is on his chest and he, she's just like, your heart's, your heart's beating too fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everybody else is laughing at him like, that, you know, right. this is, they, they have this little, um, yeah. you know, Sandlot kind of movie going right. on yeah. outside of the main plot yeah. of the and action. And still have the romance of teenagers. The, the romance of teenagers yeah. and also this revenge plot between Courage and, and Jake. And, yeah. and they, mm-hmm. they Wait, sorry, when, it, when it cuts back to after the final battle and they're all standing on the rock, mm-hmm. it cuts to Loak and, um, uh, what's her name? The, the, young, the young princess, the yeah. princess. She's like holding him, and then this girl in front is like, But they're able to have that, and and um, this thing about the the humans wanting to colonialize, colonialize mm-hmm. this planet and take it over, and also mm-hmm. this stuff about this um, fountain of youth stopping whale fluid You're and right. Kiri being connected to the everything. Lots to go on in the All of this is, And also the stuff with Spider feeling like he belongs more with the Navi than the humans and yeah, his relationship yeah. with his A dad. A lot has been set up. A lot is going on in yeah. this movie and mm-hmm. I wanted to follow all of it for mm-hmm. the future movies but I also was following it very well in this movie and yeah. I, I heard James Cameron was talking about something that he was afraid of with this movie um, was you know having this ensemble cast because a risk with ensemble cast is that they become Not too fractured. Gets, yeah. You mm-hmm. can't really spend too much time with everybody or the mm-hmm. people that you spend time with don't really gel with the audiences like the other characters mm-hmm. do. Um, that's one of the things that um, the, the second Guardians movie when it came out, people complained about because mm-hmm. it felt like, okay, you, you, you made me like these characters together. Now you've split them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in a movie like that where it's very, very plot focused mm-hmm. and you don't get to spend time and really delve into what is going on in these characters, this movie takes that time to do that. Yeah, it does. Um, and, well, um, well, I assume there is six or so movies coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everyone will get their due diligence. Ooh, yeah. To me, this movie was about Loak and Kiri right. and, and, um, and their relationship with their father. Well, I guess Mormorak's relationship with his father. Mm. So maybe the next one will be about Kiri or even my good friend Tuk Tuk. I mean, Tuk is definitely something. Tuk has got to crush it. Yeah. yeah. And then Nathiri um, was really kind of doing like just upset concerned mother this whole thing yeah. I assume she'll get like a far greater like I said I'm, I, I'm no I know when yeah. spider thing comes up mm-hmm. she, there's gonna be very yeah. very and there's also meat to chew there's, on there's stuff going on with her in the movie like with um, her father's bow getting snapped and, yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. and her having to leave her home and everything mm-hmm. after she's, mm-hmm. she was appointed mm-hmm. after her father's death like yeah. there's some stuff there that I feel like they're going to address again extreme later extreme and difficult change yes a lot yeah, yeah. For uh, somebody so like radically traditional, for her to like get up and like especially to leave, yeah, yeah. Leave to a new tribe. Yeah. This white boy coming through her life exactly. and just say, "Well, for leave home." Exactly. Right. Um. But yeah, that's my that's my final thoughts on the movie. Really liked it, and um, it 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 did uh, it did movie well. Did <laughs> did well at the movie. A goddamn yeah. film. Movie yeah. magic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any, but any yeah. More final thoughts. Anybody else want to say what, what what were your final thoughts on the film? Kimmy. Well, I almost I mean, called you Kiri. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> I well, be offended. We, we, we know it's their favorite character, obviously. <laughs> well, uh, my my final thoughts on the film are that well, I'm I'm honestly not thinking about the film itself. I keep thinking forward about the next one. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah. what the the thought that sticks with me is I didn't realize while watching the first one, it didn't hit me that it's forest people. Mm-hmm. And now with this, it's hitting me 
water people. Mm-hmm. Tribes. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna get desert people? Mm-hmm. Are we gonna mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. There, there, people? There is a bit Snow of people. desert in the movie yeah. because the humans have set up their outpost in a desert. Well, no, mm-hmm. that's, well, I guess they made a desert. They, they made natural, the desert. Well, desert, yeah. the Pandora has the capacity for desert. Is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, like so. I'd like to see some sandworms. Let's see that. Dune style. Okay. Okay. Pretty epic. My yeah. own, like, uh, I guess, uh, fan fan casting would be like, I would love if there's like snowy, almost Nordic-y navies. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, let's do it. Let's and, do it. Um, Northman. Let's do Northman some, on Pandora. Some, North, some, North, <laughs> some North navies. Not so and extreme, you know, James, James, James Cameron, if you're listening, I know you are. Um, why don't you have like Arnold Schwarzenegger be like one of the chiefs? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be great? That, that'd, be, that'd be really into that. That could mm-hmm. kind of actually give him the Austrian cool. accent. I don't it, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave full it. On Austria. It, it ties it. in. I mean, if we're doing snowy mountains, Alps, exactly. yeah. Austria. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't tie. What do you mean it a ties little, in? A little bit like Cliff Curtis is Maori. The Masahaki are are fairly Yeah, yeah. if you're if you're doing Maori. that, I'm yeah. just saying like. I don't. I don't need a reason why it could be. It make zero sense. And and bonus points, you could dress him as like Conan. It could be a yeah. Conan Navi. And also, like he, he, you wouldn't have his old man Arnold face because he would be Navi, so you could age him down a bit. Exactly. Yeah. True. But my, my, I think my final, final thought, though, is I hope this time around people will... Go a little bit closer to the mic, please. I hope people this time around will, like, um, give more regard to the work that was put into it. Yeah. Into yeah. the technology yeah. that was developed, mm-hmm. into the... Th- how much thought and effort went into putting this thing on screen. In the first one, I remember like analyzing the difference in the the Navi's size versus the human mm-hmm. size. Right. And, you know, this robot versus that robot. Mm-hmm. Here I found myself not doing that at You're completely all. Sub- yeah. mm-hmm. Completely, um, mm-hmm. and I, that that's my <laughs> hope for this film that that people will um not really be too concerned with technicalities. Yeah, yeah. but be just be impressed. And it, and it's mm-hmm. an impressive yeah. work. Acknowledge it the is. immersion that they've that they've created yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's Very my impressive. hope. Subs, final thoughts. Okay, well, um, final thoughts. I mean. Eco-consciousness and interconnectedness with nature are very important themes these days, of course. Always have been, but even now, even like nowadays, they're more, much more pressing. They get more pressing as time goes on and less yes. is done about it because the earth continues to die. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's great that a movie that's so popular has these themes at like the very fore. Um, I think it's incredibly important and it, it portrays everything in such a beautiful and, you know, tactile, tactile way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very immersive, very like sensual, like all the senses are engaged, you know, you're seeing and you, you can almost smell the ocean and you can almost, you know, yeah. feel the grass and, you know, touch the flowers. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, my final thought is, well, just before you do that, I just wanted to say in, in this very podcast, we were able to educate someone on the connection between perfume and whales. Right, and, right. And, and there's, a, there's a certain, there's a sense with people who, who know the things to be concerned about in the world to think, well, I learned this mm-hmm. and I learned this so long ago. People ought to know this. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the case. And sometimes yeah. it does take a movie that, everyone is going to see mm-hmm. yes. to, to, to go, huh, mm-hmm. is, is whaling bad? 
Should yeah. I be concerned yeah. about yeah. this? Yeah. Should I not just take things and use them for my own yeah. use as a as a person? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, Bam, you've been saying it. Like sometimes it is okay to not have the you know flowery language it can just be as simple as possible just to mm-hmm. get the point yeah. across and, yeah. it, and yeah. they make good points with with the movie and the yeah. themes that they're dealing and with. i would argue the flowery language is still there it's just visual right yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. the, the language. Uh, uh, so my, my final thought or Brittany's final, thought? final thoughts i think it's a pretty awesome um i feel like it's it's what i always felt a blockbuster mm-hmm. kind of should be mm-hmm. and not just trash mm-hmm. right i put it that way mm-hmm. um you know, in that it goes a lot deeper and it has a really interesting story and interesting visuals. But it's also just, you know, as you were saying earlier, about a pretty simple story. Mm-hmm. Um, universal, with, universal you know, story. Where, where, where shit gets smashed. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And things blow up. It's a well-balanced movie, that's yeah. all. And yeah. anyone who likes any sort of blockbuster should definitely give it a chance. And even if you don't, give it a chance anyway. And you'll probably be surprised that you might like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay, going off of that final thought, I'm really glad you said that because on the second, so on, on the first view, I was just like, God damn, James Cameron did it again. You're the goddamn best, right? And like, wow, it was actually worth the 13 years. That was mm-hmm. incredibly well done. And the second time now, as I guess I had the feeling again, I'm just like, I'm just glad a wide audience is enjoying this yeah. mm-hmm. and they're just seeing them as people mm-hmm. and, and, and they're not being overwhelmed thinking about how it's made or mm-hmm. what is done. Mm-hmm. And so many people were just like, did they actually go underwater? Did they actually, what is real? What? And it's just like, it ceases to matter yeah. when it's when you just feel that mm-hmm. it's real. Mm-hmm. And what I love about it, it's the first blockbuster I felt in a long time where even though maybe nothing on screen is real, but it feels real. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. It does not feel flubbery mm-hmm. or like unrealistic mm-hmm. the way a lot of blockbusters blockbusters do it's the first blockbuster film that really grounds itself in reality like we are seeing a constructed world but everything feels the physics of everything feel perfectly correct when you see like Iron Man or Thor flying around it's just like it's just it's it, it's even though it looks pretty, it's, mm. it's very cartoony. Like when mm-hmm. he lands on something, you're like no, that's not how you. Well, even though that's, that's in our our world, technically, it yeah, is in Earth. Yeah, it also feels there, there is something removed from it, yeah. nonetheless. Mm-hmm. While this one, even though you know I am seeing a little dragonfly sea creature flap its wings and come out the water, I'm like that is how so a dragonfly sea creature yeah. would come out yeah. when the boat is capsizing. This this unmade battleship is capsized. I'm like, yes, that is how a ship would capsize. When something licks or bites or rips something, I'm like yeah. I feel it. It is yeah. properly the physics of what is happening yeah. is properly portrayed. Mm-hmm. No matter how quote unquote fantastical it gets, it it is full on reality. It is this very is, grounded. If this came to be, this is exactly how it would work based on our perception of reality. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time in a long time I felt like a really tactile blockbuster has come around and done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for it. Um, <laughs> but you mentioned there just about the, the creatures coming out of the water and that how, that's how they're <laughs> supposed to look. Apparently what they did was they built actual creatures 
Oh no, they got the water jet skis. Right, they set them up with water jet skis. Right, and to and see how it would actually look. They, in the they water. puppeted yeah. them in the water, water and the yeah. actors were there, and right. they would see this is how the creature is going to act, so that they would be able to react to yeah. it better. Oh. Um, there's also you were talking about are they actually filmed underwater? Yes, several scenes so were filmed underwater, underwater. Mm-hmm. and I don't know how true this is because I saw it on TikTok, and it was a guy. <laughs> there was a guy that said that he broke an NDA to say this, which who knows if he's telling the truth, but apparently. Um, the actors in the film all had to film underwater scenes, but they all wanted the water temperature to be different. Okay. Uh, Sam Worthington, apparently, I think he wanted it very cold, okay. and Sigourney Weaver wanted it very room temperature. Uh-huh. And there's lots of scenes with Kiri and Jake in the movie. Okay. So they had to film those scenes separately. Okay. So when the water Fine. tank was cold, they would film Jake's Jake scenes. Scene. And when they heated it up a bit, they would see, film Kiri's scenes. Interesting. And they could not be in the water at the same time because if you're going to be underwater for a certain amount of time, you yeah. want to be comfortable. Right, right. right also, right. Uh, I what was it that Zoe Saldana needed to be put in the tank? I think it was baking soda or something. Right. Mm. She needed baking soda to be like absolutely flooded into the water okay. to make it a certain level of alkaline so that she'd be comfortable. So, um, yeah, that, that apparently is a thing that happened. The, the technicalities of making this thing. Did you so notice that she's um, credited as Saldaniano? Oh. Mm. She's, the accent is there. I, 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 did, I noticed oh, it. Okay, okay, nice. I did not notice nice. that. With no. the tilde over the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yes, I uh, do quite... Uh, also, I, I do love that the final frame of this movie is... And jumping up and just doing a big yeah, yeah. free willy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> so that's cute. Nice. Also, um, love him. I love, 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 love that we got a nice bit of Jake Solid Dumbness where um, Cliff Curtis is teaching him how to ride the gliding, gliding snapper fish. And he's saw, like, I got right. this. He's the like, and, really and he's, he he's trying so one. hard to just be like, hey, um, take a moment, try it, try, try with one of the, you know, the training ones mm-hmm. first. And he's just like, I'm Jake Solid. Yeah. I got this. And then he. Absolutely wipes out in yep. front of everybody. Hilarious. A true himbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I truly love this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's in my top three. <laughs> it's, it's it's really up there. Of um, the year or of the year. Of the year. Nice, yeah. nice. It's in my top three. Um mm-hmm. we'll reveal that that when the episode comes, of the, course. That, so, so so are you is that your final is that it? You done? Yeah, I I, mm-hmm. I, I do have one more bit I want totally mm-hmm. to do. I think should close us off, so well, I just wanted to say, so as Bam mentioned, uh, that it, this is in his top three. Bit of a spoiler there, but we are going to be talking about our top 10 of 2022. Mm-hmm. Are we doing top 10? Is it 10 what? we're doing? What are we doing? Yeah. We'll, 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 we, will we can do top 10 and we're going to do a, like or fake Oscar votes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, this is in my top 10, definitely. Yeah. I don't know if it's in my top three, but you know, when, when, when that episode comes out, you can find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you want to put Toby uh, on the Toby. spot. Oh boy. Um, if you may Ooh. take... Toby, uh, if you may take us home on this episode. The way of water has no beginning and no end. Our hearts beat in the womb of the world. Water connects all things, life to death, darkness to light. The sea gives and the sea takes. (laughs) <laughs> all right well um thank you guys so much for joining us i really like this discussion um thank, thank you, for you for having us your thoughts um lovely we hope Welcome you had a good time Kimmy, did you mm-hmm. have a good time i did thanks for having me I, i'm glad you had a yeah. good time toby you had a good time as well of course Brittany, did you of have course. a good time yes i did even though my fatigue is kicking my ass <laughs> um well yes thank you guys very much and you know what you guys are the lucky ones because if i was able to just go on a podcast and they were talking about this movie intently after I watched it the first time. Like, what a privilege. Because I had to just have those thoughts in my head. And, yeah. and I, like, well, Bam and I saw it together. And then 
I think exclusively, Bam, we've just been making reference to the film since we saw yeah. it, and that was yeah, like yeah, two yeah. weeks yeah, ago. Could not mm. just mm. keep having new thoughts about it. You know, Kiri is Jesus, Spider is Judas. Period. Um, Period. Anyway. Spider is Judas, yes. Oh my God, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, anyway, this is the first episode of the new year, and uh, we hope you enjoyed New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. We hope you are happy for the new year to come. We are going to be talking about the movies that we're going to be talking about this year. That's right. We're going to have an episode to talk about the movies we're going to talk about. We're mm-hmm, very redundant mm-hmm, on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbie. Love to see it. Barbie. Ah. Uh, Oppenheimer. <laughs> the duality of Same man. day. Um, but Nolan Gerwig. <laughs> uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at Damien. Actually, Twitter, Instagram. Look up Damien Michael Movies. You'll find me. And you can find Bam. At Flatbami on Twitter. And, or uh, Instabam was taken on, on mm-hmm. Instagram. Right. And you can find the podcast wherever podcasts can be found. You yeah, can you find can it on, on the thing you're listening to right now. At this very moment. Whatever you're listening to, this is where you found it. Mm-hmm. Good job. Spotify, okay. uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. Anywhere that podcast can be found, we're there. Um, Again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, James Cameron, for making this movie. Mm-hmm. Thank Don't, you, James. I mean, thank you, James Cameron. I see. I see. I, I saw a story that uh, said I think it's today that the movie is crossing the billion dollar mark. Yep. So, cool. yep. yeah, good, good on you, boy. Yeah, I, I so always believed in you. I mean, <laughs> so, so, I'm sure so, so. there's recordings of me saying that this movie was going to flop, but uh, that was a different Never person, doubt. different. Never doubt. <laughs> yeah. Never doubt. Your your hate only fuels him. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah. So so. Uh, People should know he filmed two, three, and half of four mm-hmm. already. So two, so three is in the can no matter what. Right? Yep. Three is coming. But now that it has officially crossed a billion dollars and it's a profit, boom, bam, you got four and five. You and got it. it. You got it. It's happening. We're going to be seeing it. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.